Tell folks. me how you feeling. Sorry about last week. Sorry to, uh, particular sorry to... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to Lizzo, in particular. I think I need to sit down. I can do it again. <laughs> I'm a little out of breath. <laughs> my blood pressure's rising. I can't feel my toes. <laughs> Somebody is trying to make a defense of, of Lizzo coming out against the the <coughs> Biggest Loser woman and saying like you can be big and still be perfectly healthy. There are instances of that. To mm. Just it's it's uh, fat shaming to assume you're big and so you have health problems. Mm. And I was like, no. Yeah, but statistically, if you're mm. once you cross the threshold, like you're on blood pressure medication. Yeah. Because you might die of a heart attack. <laughs> What's so, that Lipitor? What's the one that the one you Lipitor? see? Lipitor. Lipitor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Lipitor. <laughs> Like, you, you should be proud. But got hypertension. Pride's not going to stop from attacking you. That's just not how that works. I'm sorry. I had a myocardial infarction. <laughs> so sorry to Lizzo. Yeah. We never touched on that. We, we we didn't really, not in this episode, so we're touching on it in the intro, mm. as it turns out. But yeah. we definitely went back and forth with, with a lot of Lizzo's this week. <laughs> they, they were very entertaining. The layers of that joke. Because I just kept seeing the cutaway. I, I see the video playing, right. and then we cut away with the how you feeling to, to just a regular fat person <laughs> that's liking the song. <laughs> but Yeah, like a Richard Simmons background dancer, you know? Yeah. Like there's. <laughs> I love that I could eat again. <laughs> I could eat again. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, we didn't we we watched. No, we didn't. There was a movie on in the background as usual. Twenty one with Kevin Spacey. Don't expect much coverage. I think that's the new trend. Now. No, but we did talk about. But a, a very fun fun episode. It had a little bit of everything. We got some storytelling. We got some some morbid stories from Mardi Gras. We got mm. folly hate as usual. Some really good. I think it was really creative though. We briefly shit on Sean. I think. Yeah, we, we gave Sean his what for. We revisited the Whopper idea with a different direction. Yeah. Something more palatable for television. And then we, uh, it, it was just fun. And we, we lost, we'll lose Brian in the last 10. We talked a little bit about politics, but not, not in the sense, not in the sense that you're used to us talking about no. politics. We, we haven't been, we talked about, it. we've been a little indifferent. Our title. Oh, oh man. That's really the home run hitter. <laughs> well, and, and it was Nubian. Noob, uh, Oh, well, here we are in the intro to the the title of the episode. Something about Nubian Nubian stripper butt stain. Nubian stripper butt stain. <laughs> I so, think. Is yeah, what that's it was? absolutely what it was. <laughs> Nubian stripper butt stain. And I said, title of the episode. Yeah, Nubian stripper butt stain. Nubian stripper butt stain. Well, that'll all flush itself out quite yeah. literally, and it's it's it was a lot of fun. This is a good one, yeah. I think it's, it was a good one. This is one of those Sunday morning specials we should do more of. Yeah, shout out to uh, Matt and Perf. Talked about him a little bit. Oh, and episode. we know now we know. Finally, have something we can ship. We're gonna ship. ship you'll you'll be, hear it in the episode and be excited. We need your address again because I lost your your mailing slip. Mm. So we're gonna need that and address. And we'll broadcast and, that. Yeah, then we'll broadcast it, and mm. you'll get mail from. RBK. All kinds of people. From... Who knows what RBK would send? <laughs> what would RBK put in a gift box to Matt in Perth? I don't know. Something from Loganville's finest. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Superfan Alan would just put oh, in some at, glossy 8x10s. Alan uh, would probably send a monkey foot. <laughs> from one Alan of the dead send, monkeys uh, of, of uh, Charleston. Alan will send some monkey parts and a glossy <laughs> 8x10 of Topanga. 
Well, you were. And let's do an update on that on the intro. You were well wrong or on the the bad. Yeah, I, I was the calamari I'm, winner I'm this fine week. With being on my lonely island with. The I want to tell you though, I'll preface it. I, I, a lot of people agreed with you mm-hmm. in the sense that the now, but it was never about that. And when you uh, listen, yeah, listen, know. where you drew the the line in the stupid sand is where you lost people by mm-hmm. saying she was never hot. She wasn't. Okay, we're not going to do this again as a matter because of fact, the majority I, I spoke. Wanna, I didn't want to reopen the scab, but I found some pictures. From the teenage years that proved my point even further. Dude, I can find pictures of this lovely girl that you think is, mm-hmm. you know, doing it just right for you that mm-hmm. are not going to be flattering. I, anybody could do that. Anybody could find pictures. But anyways, <laughs> it was just clear. It was nice nice to be on the right side of that. Yeah, but Alan, I, you, Alan would definitely, like a, a sever, it's already dead monkey, yeah. but just sever the foot and then it's not really a good luck charm. Yeah. It's like a bad luck. A monkey foot from Charleston is a bad luck charm. Very much so. It's, it's like not a juju. Gonna bring you fortune. It's not going to bring you any fortune. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good, that's a you need to write that. The monkey foot of Charleston. We already <laughs> yeah. had the golden monkeys of yeah, Charleston. Yeah, Superfan Alan's box would just be loose <laughs> <laughs> a monkey foot and a glossy 8x10 of Tubby Topanga. It's like a voodoo box. <laughs> like, what are they doing in Matt, fucking Matt wouldn't even beach. take stuff out. He would just open the box <laughs> and just close it back up. Return to Sydney. <laughs> Send that back. And when it gets... He'd pay the shipping. Yeah, when it gets back to Charleston, they're like, we don't want this. Yeah, monkey this foot. came from here and we don't want it. <laughs> If it's from here, it send us, good. Get, get it out of here. If someone in Australia doesn't want it, we don't want we it. We don't either. want it either. Yeah. Well, enjoy the episode and, uh, and, uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hello. Are you recording now? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta work on that. I uh, on the way here, I was listening to just the very beginning of a really interesting interview with Ashley Matthews. Do you know who Ashley Matthews is? What were you saying? I said you were talking to Ashley. No, Matthews? on the way here, I was listening to a listening podcast to interview with no. Ashley Matthews. I don't know who that is. Ashley Matthews is Riley Reed. That's her real name. You know. And what, here's the crazy thing: the interview is about uh, the sex industry. Is about um, oh man, it's about all kinds of things. And you kind of and you come to learn that Riley <coughs> Riley Reed is not a person so much as it is a character that this that Ashley Matthews does. Because when you hear her speak, it's a version of Riley you've never heard given voice on in any public space whatsoever. Like articulate and thought out and not like playful and cock well, crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, <clears throat> we've long known this. These porn stars are are often very intelligent. Right, but the interesting thing in this particular case is I've never seen an interview or heard an interview where she wasn't in character, so to speak. Ashley what? Ashley Matthews. All right, so what I was thinking was... The podcast is called The Portal, if you want to listen to it. I've only listened to about 12 You know, minutes. I told you, I said... Um, it's good. You know, I had something I wanted to talk about couldn't remember this isn't it but it's one thing <laughs> um it is one thing i had forgotten i have um and we'll get back to the ashley matthews mm-hmm. i want to come back to that we talk about porn a lot last week was porn heavy um wasn't it was that last week they're all porn heavy. <laughs> they all run they're like all that. they're all fairly <laughs> porn well, heavy. specifically last week was gay porn heavy <laughs>
Well, it wasn't like we were given the critiques we normally do. I don't know. And here's the thing: the, the truest thing. Shaved. No one like will. An asshole. Yeah, no one. That was I, that was bad. I listened to that, and I I liked my context and delivery. Just didn't take into account. You really zoned in. I did. Puerto Ricans. Like, yeah. I think if you were if, gonna go gay, we know which direction you're going. I think it was. I was watching this a lot of The Sopranos. I still am. And, yeah, I am too. And I was in that. I was at. I was bouncing around a lot, and I was watching them out of order, and I had just watched the um, the Saturn yeah. when they're going after the stolen Saturn, mm-hmm. and, and it turns out that one of those dudes is Puerto Rican and gay. I yeah. think that might have just been in the... I want to get back to what I was saying. <laughs> so, we were, we were porn heavy, and... Uh, we, you know, at, at at my humble house this week, it was it was an up and down week. We had some. Then a night we were kind of bickering, mm. and uh, it just fall onto a night when I was feeling it, mm. you know. Porn or sex? Uh, the, the latter, but that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> that had actually been spelled out. Mm. This is not going to happen. That that was a quote. Well, give me one of your socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need one of your little feminine socks. Uh, no, it was fine, but I uh. I started, you know, looking at looking at the collection that there is online, and the, the this thought came in my head that I was I'm I'm growing tired of their algorithm because mm. we've discussed this. Like, if I go to one, I really only go to two sites: the tube site algorithm or porn's algorithm in general. Like, no, the specific site. Okay, because they're you know they know what I'm watching. Pornhub, probably. Yeah, there's two. Spank bang? No, I keep it... Dude, I'm like... I know the levels of this internet thing. And I know that there's levels of depravity. Taylor told me about some one time. But anyways... uh, X-Tube? I don't know. I don't remember what it... This one was bad. This was like... It was almost like not even porn. It was porn bloopers meets... It was awful. But anyways... I do good porn bloopers. I do too. Tommy Pistol with the donut thing. That's not even a blooper. (laughs) That, that, that's more, a deleted scene. I exactly. That, I, wanna, that. I want more I want, of that. I want yeah. someone to release that on I want, I want a making of. I want a making <laughs> of the movie, you know? If, if they made that only available like to purchase in store, like, I, a, like I just two hours of donut bloopers, I would I, go buy that. I would too. And I, I just think like there would be something there would be something fascinating about watching like the crew pull up in a bunch of, and like some guy pulls up in a Honda Accord and gets out and fucks this girl and gets back in his Honda Accord and, and drives away. Eating McDonald's. Yeah, like with a fish fillet sandwich or something. Because you know, like these, like we talked about, these guys don't make a ton of money. Anyways, I'm getting tired of their algorithm because like if you make the mistake of watching, if like if my thing on a Tuesday is like you know I'm going milf today, right, right, and I go milf, but unfortunately, and I I I. Don't look at the stupid fucking description of the video. Mm-hmm. I look at the woman. You know? I'm visual. Right. I don't really... But then that's the problem. Because if you don't really pay attention to that, you click on, oh, she's hot. And it's like, mom, fuck son while dad away. And you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, And it's not really that because they still do this stepson thing. Right. But because you've clicked on that, they're going to recycle those around. And they're going to bring you what you think you want to watch. Right? Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get away from that. All, all that being said, I, I ventured. So when you go to Pornhub, yeah, are you just going to the homepage and scrolling? Am I doing this wrong? Let's not. I don't. We'll come back to this. We'll we'll get the the Golden Voice guide to Pornhub <laughs> in a second. But let me finish what I'm saying. So I, I I just I wanted out of that. I wanted out of that. So I was just scrolling looking for anything, and I saw this like, I like natural boobies, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw a nice honking pair. 
and I click on it. And my friend, I have found my niche, and it makes sense. It totally makes sense what I'm about to tell you. Okay. I'm masturbating in a time machine now. <laughs> I uh, I'm a mi- I'm an early '90s guy. Mm. That's my niche. Okay. The boobs were natural for the most part. Right. The bush was trending down, but not mm. all the way gone. Is this like uh, when Jenna Jameson was still in her heyday? Well, I think Jenna did one in the late, like she started right in the late eighties, early nineties. I'm probably early nineties. I just remember the porn to to see at my at that age of you know we're saying maybe oh three oh four oh five. No, it this was, was earlier than that. I'm talking nineties. I know the porn to see at that time <clears throat> was from the nineties because it was. I mean, the internet wasn't what it is now when I was in high school. Yeah, the video to seek out. From 1990, whatever was Jenna Jameson and Brianna <coughs> Banks's like hardcore lesbian scene that like Penthouse did, and that you know, I wouldn't have sought that out. We've talked about this. I don't. Two ladies just doesn't do it for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave the room. <laughs> I eventually found it, and it was good. I had a. Now it's terrible. Let me tell you, the <laughs> only is because I can't. Well, Sunday morning, we're leading out with pornography. What's wrong with us? But anyways, I still gotta tell you how to do it right. Yeah, we'll come back to that. But I, I, it was just. Excuse me. It was wonderful. I clicked. So, so now, I, having said I hate the algorithm, I'm all about it. They're re, they're recycling stuff. I'm getting Savannah Sampson videos. I don't know if you remember her. She was my go-to back in the day. It's like they know me. Pornhub knows me. <laughs> but they're just recycling all this great early '90s stuff. And I remember. And oh, is that how the camera, is that how the argument finally ended with Leah? Like Leah, I've got great news. I'm no. so sorry about earlier, but Pornhub has finally figured out yeah, what I like. Yeah, no, I, I kept that. <laughs> me and Pornhub have a very it's a it's us. It's just a me and me and it thing. But um you know, I'm in there and I'm clicking and I was like, oh shit, I see this one video and I remembered the only porn I ever owned. Mm. Like physically owned. Yeah. Outside of the one I uh, I f- clearly, I own more than one because I found one in a, I told you about that, in a case. Yeah. I don't know where that one came from. I don't think I bought it. The only porn I ever bought was this classic me. It's a Jenna Jameson vi- DVD, mm-hmm. but it's got a whole bunch of other people in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a Civil War era. There you go. They don't make that shit anymore. No, they don't. In the 90s, they took fucking subject matter and fucked to it. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, two guy, girl, uh, he's the boss, she's the employee, she's the babysitter, yeah. or she stepdaughter. Has a, she's or, a secretary, but she wore neon green <laughs> fishnet pantyhose to work today. <laughs> not, clear, not clear what office is cool with that. But I'll tell you what, you know, when they pull her skirt down and she's not wearing any panties and you can see, see her vagina through the green fishnets, it is hot. So I guess, I guess she knew where it was going today. Sorry, got a little head, little head congestion today. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just uh, so you were giving us the guide. Give yeah, us the I've guide. Never, to the I've Golden never Wars. in the history of Pornhub. I've never just gone to Pornhubhub.com mm-hmm. and started scrolling. I always go with a specific a specific person, really, or or act or act in mind, like uh, you know. Janice Griffith blowjob POV. You really like Janice Griffith. Or Riley Reed. Uh, Riley Reed, Dana D. Armand, lesbian scene. Like, I will go and seek out something. And usually it's because I saw something on Reddit 
or some other website and was like, oh, who is she? Oh, she's a, oh, she does porn. Oh, I should go look and see what kind of porn that is. You know, at some point, this is going to, this is just going to become a porn podcast. <laughs> and I know there's, there's, there's plenty of those. But. So uh, we used to be the Seinfeld podcast. So now if you really hone it down, it's fast food, <laughs> pornography. Seinfeld? You mean Sopranos? <laughs> or well, we were, we well, start. I used to call, when people would ask what our show was about, I would say, it's kind of the Seinfeld podcast. It's not really about anything. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> But so, uh, a podcast about nothing. Yeah, if you narrow it down, though, it's really it's fast food, porn, porn. But we could do an honest to goodness porn podcast. I Lee wouldn't. I, I'd have to lie. <laughs> I mean, she'd be like, "How's the pod?" I'd be like, "It's going great." <laughs> she'd be, "But like, you're making a lot of money all of a sudden. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, oh, heard, it's I new." I heard you say interview the other day. Like, hey, hey, and hey. you're going to Vegas when? <laughs> Some kind of VN awards? Yeah. Uh, that's a video news. Listen, all you need to know is that you know the cars are paid off. Yeah. And let's just leave it at that. Uh, also, we're going to see a house next week, and we might move to California. You okay? No, but... I, um, By the way, I'll, the life insurance I, policy, it went up. If I die now, you're going to yeah. like 50 mil. Just I know. so you know. Anyways, I got to go talk to uh, Brianna Banks. Have I gone to Pornhub and gone to a direct search? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not what I do. I wouldn't, it's not, I wouldn't classify it as what I do. But anyways... I do want to say this. It could be it could be super vague. It could just be. Oh, like, I know. It could just be blowjob. Well, you can go categories. Go. Yeah, you can go categories. Yeah. And but there was one porn site I used to go back to back in the day where it had a search bar. Mm-hmm. Porn. Uh, what was it called? Porn MD. Didn't know. Never one. heard of it. Uh, try. <laughs> look just <laughs> to see just to around. see if it still exists because I'd be amazed. Some of these things. Porn MD. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. So you can just on this one it has the search bar, but if you go to if you go to trending most popular, trending feels weird to me because then it's like you're jacking off to what a lot of other people are jacking off to at that same moment. Sugar star, black anal. Yeah. All right. That's what th- that right there is. What's doing it right now for someone? Some, for apparently a lot of people. I like this one. Uh, shoved under the bed. <laughs> That's a thing now too. Mom gets stuck underneath the bed, or mom gets hands stuck. Yeah, I love that one. Mom gets her hands stuck. In oh the my God, I can't get disposal? my hand out of the garbage disposal. Oh no, get your dick out of my ass. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Yeah, what mom was like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Oh, I was, I'm never wearing underwear when I do the dishes. I have to remember to wear underwear from now on when I'm doing the dishes. Oh, it's a good thing my ass is clean and, and pre-lubed. <laughs> oh, speaking of pre-lubed, Kevin Spacey Kevin in 21. Spacey. That's what we're watching here. I watched this movie on an airplane. To Vegas, no less. Yeah, well, this movie, when I saw it as an option on Netflix, it brought to mind a... I I had a better-worded hypothetical, and I can't remember it. All I can remember is basically the the most basic version of it, which was if you were approached to participate in an illegal heist or plan that the people organizing it were sure was a sure thing, would you do it for the payout? It's a for sure thing. Well, every in every movie, they think it's a sure thing. Something no, I'm at, you, you make the hypothetical. Yeah. Not, I'm not depending on this movie. You make it. So is it, you're saying, well, I'm going to be approached. Yeah, you're going to be approached. By a team of professionals, yeah. it appears. Or maybe not even that. Maybe like guys. Or you just really smart people. Guys you knew from high school or college, like, hey, we have this plan. And they lay it out for you. And, and it looks great. Sounds perfect. But as you know, with every movie and book that's ever been written about it, there's always some, you know, it's not going to go according to plan. There's always going to be something that you have to adapt to in the moment. And that's where the risk, you know, comes into play. That's where the, you know, the risk meets reward factor is there. Like, 
you can be certain it's not going to go wrong, but something probably will. But would you, knowing it's illegal, probably dangerous, jail time if you get caught, but the payout is massive, uh-huh. would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to catch me with any hypotheticals. If, they, if, they're, if the payout is massive mm-hmm. and I judge the risk to be... I mean, it's it's like business. It's like life. Yeah. Like anything. Risk or reward. So I... And plus, I'll be honest, man. Boredom is a is a real thing, and something like that yeah. is is something. Getting a you know, a, a, why do we like movies like that? Italian mm-hmm. Job is a shit movie, but you still you're invested in it. Yeah, because you're like, man, that would be kind of fun. Like, yeah, we lost our best friend in the beginning because fucking that guy shot him. Yeah. Edward Norton killed that guy. But damn, and now we get to go after Edward Norton and get our money back. Like shit. What is your specialty? Oh, I crack safes underwater. Fuck me. You serious? Like that? That's funny. That's awesome. That's keeps the fucking boredom out of your life. And I just remembered. Oh, okay. I, 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 back I, and I, I know. I won't forget it though. I want to stay here for just a second. Oh, okay. What's what is her name? Riley Reed. Ashley Matthews. Ashley. And let me tell you, the minute you said it, it hit you. It hit me. I'm a little high. I'm gonna be honest with you. Look, actually, have you not been? I'm actually for re- weeks now. No, 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 I'm really high. I like uh, five edibles at 8 a.m. I've yeah. never, I, I wanted to see what would happen first thing in the morning. But you were high last time we recorded. I'm high every time we record. I know. But this so. is particularly, it's just kind of hit me hard. Mm, um, she looks good in this movie. Who is it? Isn't that Kate Bosworth? Oh, fuck that. That chick never looks good. Um, I agree, but in this movie, she for some reason, she does. Yeah, I, I still see her as the racist girlfriend to remember the Titans. Remember that movie? <laughs> Vaguely, she was. The, she won't shake his hand. You know, he, he's the white linebacker, mm-hmm. and she was the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she, he tries to introduce her to the black linebacker, and she's like, looks down at his hand, and then just walks away. It's like you mm-hmm. fucking bitch. You're such a good actress. I hate you now. <laughs> uh, but one more time, Ashley Matthews. When you said that, it I I just it felt so right. She looks like an Ashley Matthews. And oh, yeah. the name Ashley Matthews sounds like the girl in high school that slept with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not judging. I don't even know if she did. Think about it. Some of these porn stars, what's her, Asia Carrera used to talk about, like, she was a virgin until she was, like, 21. Yeah. And then... Late bloomers. Well, not even that. She was, she said, I was cute. I just, it was just blah, 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 blah. Myriad yeah. of reasons. Fa- family, religious, yada, yada, yada. But Ashley... What is it? Matthews. Fuck, fuck, man. Ashley Matthews. Ashley Matthews. You won't remember. I will. Ashley Matthews. I might have to save sex. I had a BioLite and a coffee before I got Jesus, here. Jesus, that is a that is a hurricane. <laughs> that is a that's a I'm, storm. I'm starting to pucker. All right, let's let's save sex. <laughs> we'll come back to this. All right, we're back on. And yeah. Just. Are I, you okay? I may have to go again. Yeah. I just mean, so that was know. as far as safe sex goes. That was a long one. Well. Not and. We want to preface for a new listener. <laughs> I thought about this the other day. Hold on, I forgot to put it on airplane mode. Fuck my. You might be able to keep talking. We'll see. This was going to. This was going to be a good pod today. It was going to be. This is why we need producer Burke. I can't wait for him. He's got to get. He's going to rain this in. He's going to come in. And he's going to say nothing, and he's yeah. going to just eat shit and yeah. and laugh at us, and we'll laugh at him in his underwear. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great, but. Before the momentous uh, break, yeah, 
Oh, what I was saying. Safe sex means we're taking a bathroom break. Almost 9.9 hours. Do we have hours. new listeners? Are you speaking to somebody I don't fucking know. <laughs> I intend on it. We're speaking gonna... of that, we're supposed to, like, that Erica woman from Adam and Eve emails frequently, like, with updates on yeah. our, our ads. We, we don't do run, them. We haven't run yeah, we don't do in, like, 30 episodes. <laughs> we'll, we'll do one here in a minute. <laughs> there's new, there's, uh, there's a there's new There's a new sale. one I saw, yeah. <laughs> it was for Valentine's Day. We completely will. We'll give you the Valentine's Day deal. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, <laughs> it's going to be great. People have bought shit. I don't know. I mean, two people bought something, right? Three? At least one. I know I know of two. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's nice. I don't know of the one. I don't give a shit. That's success to me. Anyways, <laughs> when we say safe sex, we mean bathroom breaks. Before we left to go on safe sex, Ashley, it's the it's just that is a name. That's why I would never name a dog Ashley, let alone a human, because I've never... Did you name a dog Riley? I like the name Riley. If, if I get Riley's a, a good dog name. It's a good a, person. If I get a girl dog in the future, I'll have to... Definitely name it Riley uh, Reed. Well, uh, or that, or just name her, her after a porn star. Even if it's not Riley. Janice Griffith? That's a weird <laughs> name for a dog, but if you're going to call it that the whole time, you'd have to call it that... Like, when, Come here, Dana D.R. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. I can't laugh. I'll start he's wheezing. This is going to be funny. You can't. Don't go down the porn name thing. I can't do it. Come here, Jenna Jameson. It, it would be funnier if you had like a pack of dogs and they're all the male porn stars. <laughs> Tommy Guns, come here. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to get a boy dog and just name him Tommy Pistol. Tommy Pistol. Come here, Tommy Pistol. <laughs> yeah. Show me your cool tattoo. <laughs> His dick's just out all the time. Get a dog that's constantly you has a bite of a donut? Yeah. But I, in high school, it was like... I did, I'm at, I now know I'm trying to count. I think four porn stars that or not stars but did porn. Mm. One that is a legitimate star. One that made a lot of money camming, and then got in t- dabbled in pornography. All named Ashley. There's three of them. Well, yeah. But their names in the business weren't Ashley. Right. But it just it's and I don't know Riley's story. I don't know, you know. Yada yada yada, or Ash. But I, I imagine in high school she was just getting fucking torn down, just ripped, you know, dick to dick. And it, and it's not like she she was doing that. Mm-hmm. She was enjoying that. So good on her if she yeah. wants to go out and fuck whoever she wants. But I just imagine that she was like that. I think that the op- just the opposite, Ashley thing. I think that the opposite is probably more likely the case. Most of the time, your late bloomers are the ones who become uh, sexually liberated in their early early twenties. And the ones that you would expect in high school to be porno bound because they're just riding so much cock on the weekends <laughs> with the football team, those are the ones who end up uh, kind of, you know. Do you want to finish texting before I? I'm listening. My no, I'm listening. It has to happen. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Like you've never been on the phone. I haven't because we use it to record. I have a clean record. Fuck. That's a really good point. Sometimes you're on your computer. <laughs> Fuck off. Yes, I, I was listening I, I the think, entire time. I think, and I've given reference before, the, the popular you know, <laughs> hot girl from 11th grade or 12th grade that is fucking a lot and sucking a lot of dick and doing porn-like things in real life <sighs> are usually the ones who are worn out by the time they hit their 20s. I don't know. I'll I, never forget. There's going no to, one way here. I'll never there's forget no going way. to a pool party. I think I've said this on the pod before and seeing one of the popular girls with the most dramatized, cartoon-like, king-of-the-hill pot belly from just drinking too many beers her first year of college. 
She was like a toothpick with tits that every football player wanted to fuck in high school. A toothpick with tits. And then when I saw her at probably 20 or 21 years old, first year back from college, or second, just like a fucking bowling ball. That bad? Just, yeah. And Why I, would and she I, be wearing I was a, like, a, a And I asked, a, I asked a friend that I felt comfortable asking. I said, is, I don't remember her name now. Might have been Ashley. It's like, is she, is she pregnant? I'm like... No, dude, she just drank a lot of beer. Like, it's just all going there. Like, yeah, but, true beer belly. Yeah. It was like, all well, right. let's pivot. <laughs> and uh, in the world of the news, I like mm. to drive this. I got a call from a former listener. Uh, we might have had a new listener. Superfan Allen said he was going to turn some uh, a workmate on. A guy that honestly, and Allen will hear this, when he told me, I'm going to let, what episode should we listen to, yada, yada, yada. I was like, I don't know if I want this guy to listen to our, to our show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like me being it's like weird to say that but it's like guy's kind of a fucking I don't know He's, he works with us and I just feel like he'll be mouthy mm. he's not a guy that'll look at this with con I don't know I'll let Alan tell me that I'm wrong and that he's super cool because they're friends he'll write you out to the boss man is that what you're worried about I'm not really worried about the boss man at all write you out to the woke girls I don't know I just I, I like to keep some separation the fact that Alan <laughs> listens to the show is because he's my friend you know and mm-hmm. we happen to work together now he's my boss which is sometimes weird because mm-hmm. he's kind of a shit boss. <laughs> he's a great dude. And I'm just saying this now because he's going to hear it. Yeah. And it's gonna, I, I know the look on his face and how he's feeling right now. Oh, it's fucking wonderful. Well, there's the whole Charleston thing. Yeah. Oh, geez. Ugh. RBK sent me uh, a video. It's like someone from the website from or from the Facebook site that's flying over the city in a mm-hmm. biplane. Yeah. He sent you that. I've seen it. I follow and, the thing. So that's all it is. Like yeah. there's, but he was like, I would have turned this and just flew right into the fucking city, <laughs> like, like just nine eleven into fucking Folly Beach with a biplane. Well, they do biplane tours so that you can see the dead monkeys from above. Yeah. You're- well, you know, I told people at work that, and they're like, "What?" And Alan's like, "Yeah, but they come from fucking Savannah. They come from an island that's like yeah, twenty miles." I was like, "You know, the thing about that, Alan, I've been to Savannah a lot." <laughs> And I've never heard of a dead monkey never carcass. Never seen a living flo- <laughs> or a dead monkey. <laughs> Apparently in Charleston, they only see dead ones. <laughs> oh, the island of the monkeys. Oh, but Jesus. There's probably, there's probably like a... There's island. a good 30-minute horror film out of that. But, like a bunch yeah. of kids traveling to Folly Beach. Well, see, I'm picturing more of like... Something Did you hear there's a monkey island? <laughs> we could go to it. I'm picturing something more along the lines of like what Spielberg would have made in the in the 80s mixed with Disney. Like, it's, an, it's a movie about the island monkeys and their sentient. And part of their death ritual when one of them dies is to give them a sort of Viking funeral out to sea. And that's why they wash up on the shore at Folly all the time. I, I just see a better story where we can we can we can cover all the stone or all the all the bases and mm-hmm. where we can basically shit on Folly. That's the real story of the movie is that we have these children, these mm-hmm. kids, not children, kids. Yeah, like Goonies kids. Goonies kids. Yeah. One of them gets food poisoning. And they hate. She crabs You know, they're like, yeah. And they're like, this fucking place sucks. Like, they would have moved from somewhere yeah. else. And their parents were like, we're going to move to the beach. And they're like, yeah. man, I was so excited when my mom and dad told me we're moving to the beach. What you do is you show a montage of, like, their parents coming home from work. It's like, guys, we're moving to the beach. And then you see the kid picturing just titties yeah. and volleyball. back ass. And, and just... fucking, you know, alcohol-free daiquiris because yeah, he's only 12. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's just like, it's glorious. And then they Cresting say, waves and yeah. boogie boards and then And then it shit. just cuts to where they actually moved and it's just fucking gray. And they're there, folly. though. Yeah, yeah, just gray just folly, like, brown beaches, like dead a, monkey already on the sand. There's an old lady, like, in, off to the side with a fucking metal detector yeah. looking for coins on it. It's like... <laughs> 
It's like, well, I thought you said we're moving to the beach. Like, this is the beach, bud. Like, this no. looks like where beaches go to die. <laughs> this is a beach retirement home. Uh, but then, so then, then that's the thing. So then they're, they're like, hey, we got to get out of here. And this one, one of the kids is like, the, the one poor kid that like comes out of nowhere from the shadows is all, it was born in folly. Yeah. So he's like particularly fucked up. Yeah, he's got a hump. Yeah. He like, <laughs> Bubba Gump hat on. Got a Bubba Gump hat on. <laughs> There's an island. The monkey island. Have you heard the monkey island? And the kid's like, what? And, of course, and that's how we start. Yeah. And even like the so the legend is that even the monkeys thought Polly was so shitty that they left and went to this island. The legend is that monkeys came to Charleston centuries ago to be near the water because they desperately need sun to survive. These are the sun monkeys of the southeast. But once they got but here, once they and they discovered that it's overcast every day. They had to leave. And it turns out if you just go 30 miles offshore that way, there's a beautiful island where the water is blue. Uh, okay. College girls' volleyball teams go there for spring training. The tits jiggle. The asses wiggle. Monkeys. Yeah, so then they there's go there. There's a tiny Club La Vila on the backside. Yeah, the monkeys are just having a blast. Monkey Vila. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. Anywho, man, we're covering all of our bases. So that we, we shit on Alan. Fuck Sean. I love the idea of sun monkeys. Sun, like, the sun monkeys of Charleston. They came here for sunshine yeah. on the beach, and then they had to leave. They had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> sun monkeys of Charleston. Oh, man, I can already see the artwork. This could be a, this could be a animated. Anyways. You know Mick Schmier, we should maybe move Mick Schmier to Folly Beach. It seems like the well, we ha- haven't we? Didn't he have like a timeshare in Folly? Wasn't maybe, that the joke? Maybe, maybe so. Like, how do you make it worse? You get a timeshare <laughs> in Folly Beach. That's how you make it worse. But I do want to say, I um, I got a I got a text this week. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. <laughs> you sick? Or you just no? I'm over it now. I feel much better. But this uh, step head cold. Kids mm-hmm. bring everything home. Um, got a, I got a te- I was on a text. What do you call it? Thread? I guess yeah. chain. Ten other people, and it's from Midge. And it says, hey, we got a lot of food. Make sure you're here at 7. We're going to eat all this stuff. Have a good time. And I, <laughs> I looked at all the numbers. They're all Louisiana numbers. No mm. one I know. So I texted. I was like, cool. I think I can get there to from Atlanta. I'm just having fun now. Yeah. Clearly, there's been a mistake. I was going to say, well, let's go to New Orleans. <laughs> we'll record there. For Mardi Gras? Yeah. Uh, this is Mardi Gras. My Mardi Gras. <laughs> Uh, so I, she texts me individually. Oh my bad, different Austin, yada yada yada. So we started talking, and I hadn't talked to Superfan <laughs> Midge in a while. Non listener Midge. Non listener Midge now. Although she tells me she has listened, and um, uh, yada 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 leads to she sends me this article, or uh, no, I I found that later. I take that back. But she tells me she had been to Mardi Gras the night before, and she said I saw a person die. Mm. And I said, you know, WTF, like, what are you, deets? And and she said, I don't really, I was trying to get past it today, and I wasn't going to talk about it. But then, like, boom, she unloads. Mm. So um, I said, how did this not make the, the national news? So while she's, while I'm looking at the little three dots while people are typing, I go, and I, and I was like, it is on the national news. It's, not, it's just not scrolling. It's not being clicked on. 
Right. So you have to yeah. find it. It's Somebody in the, died in New Orleans. Right. Like. And so we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll hang on yeah. to that thought. It's in the USA Today, though. So mm. I, when she told me that she saw someone die, got run over by a... a what happened was the person got ran over by a, a float mm. in the parade. Mm. When she told me that, I was thinking, okay, undergrad, drunken, idiot, trying to do something stupid, I'm, got himself run over. I'm immediately picturing the scene from... Austin Powers, where the cop is yelling at the steamroller to stop, <laughs> and just slowly runs. Those up. things? No, no, no. There's. If you've never been to Mardi Gras, they're. It's not like that. Those things are moving. Okay. Not always. When yeah. they get congested, I mean, there's areas where it slows down, but it's like any other parade. Like if you, the parts you see on Macy's mm-hmm. when they're singing numbers from whatever new show tune on Thanksgiving Day, <laughs> or is it Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. Day parade. That ain't. That ain't how the parades work. In, in <laughs> I don't know why we went there. There's so many. But I read it, and I was amazed. It was a 58-year-old resident mm. of New Orleans. Just out for bread. Um, I don't, what's that? Just going out for bread, got run over by Oh, no, no, no. She's a 58-year-old resident of New Orleans who had family that was participating in the parade. So this is a woman that's been to Mardi Gras mm. ostensibly for her whole life. If she's been, so she knows the drill. I mean, this is what they tell you not to do. Mm-hmm. Once in the when that no crossing the street at all. Yeah. When the parade, you know, so I was amazed. Mm. But long and the short of it, Midge was 15 feet away mm. and saw this woman start to cross and saw the thing hit her and saw her go underneath and saw her when she came out mm. and coming off the back of Midsummer, I was like, wow. She said, and I, I hadn't. No one's asked. I was. Just, I know you don't care. The when the, when the, she came out from underneath, she was mm. still alive, and yeah. that's what Midge was like struggling with because mm. she. But her stomach was flat. Oh jeez. And guts had Squished displaced. Yeah. And yeah. Did and they stop the parade? They or did. did. Another car. No, 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 and, no, and, no. Like no, a very no. Family Guy has. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no, no, no! It was delayed, and she did. I don't know when death came. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that far before Mitch said that was enough of that. Yeah, and uh, but she was there when they put the cover on the body, and I'm just picturing some chick with her tits out trying to get beads, <laughs> and then everything just comes to a sad standstill, and she's just holding her shirt up with her tits out, looking at a dead woman. <laughs> And there's a guy right next to her with a bead necklace who's like inches away from her head and he's looking too. It's just like, oh, bad time. Before you, there's like a 10 year old kid just there who's getting a free, like, three minute tit show. He's like, oh, thank God that woman died. I'm dead. I'm dead. That's a great still shot of like the scene. <laughs> Uh, just, the just kid horror, just... Just horror on the girl's face, horror on the guy with the beads face, and elation <laughs> on the 10-year-old's face. He's just getting an eye full of tits. It's like, oh my God. He's, he's contemplating, can this moment last? Can I grab one of these tits? Can God, I, I saw boobies for like five minutes yesterday. <laughs> if that woman hadn't been run over by the parade float, it would have only probably been like a 20-second view, but it's burned into my memory. <laughs> The guts were gross, but the tits. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that's good. I jerked off in the bathroom <laughs> nine times this morning. So I said, when I asked her, like, how is this not like blowing up, you know? And uh, she said, well, it's like the third time it's happened in 10 years. <laughs> and I was like, that's just so New Orleans. I love the city. I yeah. do. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's great. But it, yeah. That's why it wasn't, because like you said, oh, well. The rest of the cities of America, this is why we don't walk around with alcohol in our hands. This is this is why we were built above sea level. I mean, what, what else can we? <laughs> Every other city. Every other major city just like arms folded, yeah. head shaking. Yeah. Like, yeah, how's that uh, open container thing working out for you down there? Not so good, is it? You know how many people die on our streets from getting run over by a parade float? Not that bad. <laughs> hey, check the numbers over there. How many died in the gay pride? No, none. None. And that's many, the gay pride. You know how many parade. liquor stores have drive through in Atlanta? Zero. <laughs> Turns out a piece of scotch tape isn't a sealed container. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> hey, come on. Now we just having some jazz and some fun down here. <laughs> he turns into he turns into crawdad, man. <laughs> We're just trying to have a good time. Listen to some jazz. Eat some crawdad. That's one of my um, <laughs> not to reference, but and Burke will love it. But there's a South Park where they're held hostage by aliens, and they they steal these space bucks. Mm-hmm. Like Randy's Randy Marsh, who favorite character has these. Space bucks and he's lying to the space alliance. <laughs> they have these, sp- so they go out and they say, "Don't spend it." But then, like Mexico <laughs> builds like nineteen water parks for their space bucks. <laughs> and they, <laughs> and they, what was like? What, what were you saying? I was making I was making fun of New Orleans. Oh yeah, and they, 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 <laughs> when they come back and they're like, the aliens are like, "Hey, um, you say you don't have any space bucks, but Mexico's built nineteen water parks and three hospitals in the last like." Oh, no, we don't know anything about that. So when they leave, they're like, come on, Mexico. <laughs> like, I love the way you're talking about Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. uh, Finland's, uh, and Finland's about to snitch on them and tell yeah. them. It's like, no, 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 it's okay. Finland will handle this. So they hang up the phone. <laughs> Finland's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> the Asian, oh, yeah, Finland's got to go. Yeah, Finland. <laughs> I just love that idea of, like, every city in America judging New Orleans. Yeah. And then c- convert <laughs> How many drive-through daiquiri stands do we have? Yeah, I don't. I, I it had to be alcohol, right? Yeah, had it's to be New Orleans Mardi Gras. Local. But, but that's the thing. The curveball is the fifty-eight-year-old woman who lives there. This is several daiquiris deep, or whatever they drink in New Orleans. Yeah, voodoo, voodoo cocktail, whatever it may have been. Ugh. But like, there's a. I mean, drinking is part of the culture. I'll never forget going with Kristen to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And oh, um, sort of, I, I just, my my youth pastor from my childhood lived in New Orleans, and I was like, I haven't seen this guy since I was a church going kid. I'm not really anymore. I don't know how he'll react to my newfound personality, but <laughs> I felt obligated to like reach out because despite that connection, he's a genuinely cool guy. He's a guy that married Brian and Lauren. He's been to other, he's come to Atlanta just for family events. He's a cool dude. Brian and Lauren. My brother. No, I know that. I'm trying to think of. Do I? I don't remember the service at all. Well, anyways. Sorry. When we get together, I'm kind of like dancing around the fact that I'm a, a non-church going, alcohol drinking, because it's like it's kind of like uh, like sitting down with like one of your grandparents. Like you can't like necessarily fully be yourself when you're a teenager. Okay. 
And uh, I kind of come, I come to find out through conversations, like, oh yeah, like when you know I'm from New Orleans, man. Like we drank beer like all the time. And I said, still, he's like, yeah, like it's just part of the culture here. He said, when you knew me <coughs> at an Assemblies of God Church in Atlanta, Georgia, like I had to kind of put some of that stuff in the closet because it was the rule was like, I don't care if you drink beer, but you can't drink beer while you work here. He said, so the personality you may have known back then. It's not really who I am, right? <laughs> because I'm from here. Yeah. He said, "We drink on the weekends here. We yeah. drink on the weekdays here. Yeah. We walk around with a drink in our hand in the middle of the day on the street here." Yeah. It's the culture. <laughs> he said, for it's sure. just part of the culture. They here. said, uh, "My favorite writer said cirrhosis is a heirloom. Mm. It's just <laughs> handed down." Basically, what it ultimately came down to was like, you don't have to like be timid about the fact that you drink around me because I used to be your youth pastor because I just had a beer yesterday. Mm. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, to the point, you know, culturally there, I have a hard time believing it wasn't alcohol related. <sighs> it's a bad way to go, man. I just want to know, like, how many boobies were exposed. Oh, man. During the... All I know is it was, it, it was so bad that all her workmates that were there to see it were offered counseling by the brewery the next day. It sounds terrible. It sounds like a... Moral... I told her, I was like, you you have... what I, I used the language. I said, you've used... Or you've you've seen the elephant, as mm. Civil War soldiers called it. Like when you see death up close, yeah, and you're not the same after that. I told her you're not going to be the same. You see, if you've seen some shit like that, it sounds like a more gruesome version of what you kind of saw with the motorcycle thing, and that was you, yeah. you you kind of heard and saw from I the did. distance. Yeah. You weren't 15 feet away to see intestines on the ground. No, I wasn't. And that guy was not. It wasn't like that. I've yeah. I've seen I've seen some pretty awful shit. Though. I told her I was like, you don't you're not the same once yeah. you, once you see that stuff. But you don't have to be. I was like, you know. But I did. I was like honest with her. I was like, if you need to go talk about it, go talk about it. She's like, I think I'm over it. And I was Just like, hey, stand by me. Those kids seemed fine. Yeah, they're they, fine. They set out to find a dead body. Ray Brower. <laughs> so many holes. So many holes. Good movie. So many Great holes. Movie. Um, you gonna shoot all of us a chance? Yeah. No. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that movie. Burned uh, you little son of a whore. <laughs> he was under the porch. That movie is so fucking good. <laughs> oh, sorry. Twenty one. Why did you choose this again? Because uh, it's a heist movie. In a way. Like they go there, basically. Uh, that's back MI to your hypothetical. They go there yeah. to, with their MIT skills. You know, to basically, you know, beat the house. Speaking of MIT, I know she's only six, <laughs> but Adelaide got a letter sent home saying that they want to test her for the, the Georgia's TAG program. Talented and gifted. Oh. Yeah. Her teacher told us when we had our one conference at the beginning of the year that there are like five groups of kids in the room at different um, reading levels. She's like, I have some where I have to literally sit there and hold their hand through every word she said, and then I have what I call my genius group or whatever it is. It's four kids. She said, I literally just give them the book, and they go to the corner, and they read it, and they don't ask how to sound stuff out. They just do it. And she said, Adelaide's in that group. She said that she's already reading on, like, a first grade level, da-da-da-da. So we thought that was cool. <clears throat> We've always known that she was smart. But she got sent home this letter that they want to test her to put her in advanced classes. And I was like, oh, man, we're going to have to start saving our money because if she has to go to, like, MIT or Harvard or something, that's just going to be expensive. <laughs> Academic scholarships exist. <laughs> oh, okay. You know that, right? 
Yeah, I just didn't know how it worked with out-of-state schools and like. She it, has to be exceptional to yeah. get an academic scholarship to an out-of-state school. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there a thing now where Harvard? I think I remember hearing this. Speaking of that guy, the Asian guy, I remember hearing a thing on the news not that long ago that Harvard was denying Asian students because even though like the majority of the applicants with the kind of grade point average you need to get into Harvard were all Asian and Harvard was like we can't be an entirely Asian university <laughs> and that's the way it's trending so kind of like uh, you know how certain businesses will turn down you just because of your race or ethnicity or gender because like we've already got like 90 white guys we need a few women working here yeah. too Harvard's like we have like we've met our Asian quota we can't take any more <laughs> But the reality is, as far as, like, the nationwide applicants, the majority of the ones who should get in were all Asian. I mean, I'm not surprised by this. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not making an Asian joke. I just thought it was funny that Harvard would be like, uh, no, we're full. Yeah, we got all of the Asians we can handle right now. We need some more old Jewish women. <laughs> <laughs> that are not robbing people, preferably. On the... Hello? Are you Harvard? Now, I, we've always said, like, just with her her, uh, her interest that she'd probably end up being, like, some sort of engineer or something. I was like, man, she's going to go to MIT or it something. It gets back to the same thing I've said to you a hundred times. I'm all about it. I hope she gets into the gifted because that probably opens up more doors, more opportunities. Yeah. That being said, I don't know if, you know, if she doesn't, she doesn't, and she's still exceptional. Yeah. Because I, when it comes to these kids, man, I feel like our daughter is – farther along than your average not-quite-two-year-old. She's yeah. not quite two yet. Oh, I know I, for a fact, looking I know at she, my six-year-old, that she's way more intelligent than I was at six. Well, of course. It's like uh, hiding boogers when I was six. <laughs> plus, we're boys. It's just different stuff, man. Yeah. But, um, and, you know, everyone on the periphery says she's smart, but I'm like, I don't have a comparison. Yeah. And I'm not trying to put this... I'm not trying Plus, to. You're telling people to pipe down. Not pipe down. I'm just saying. I don't. Well, she's really smart. Hey, let's not rush to like make assumptions. I am not saying. That's, I see the comedy in that, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying, I don't have a comparison to make, right. and I don't want to make a comparison. I want to let her. Whatever she is, I want to let her be that. Yeah. Because if I start saying, if we got a gifted letter mm-hmm. like you're getting now, yeah. Leah, would, ah. I mean the fucking ah. She's gifted. The other now she wants now Vivian lately has been saying violin a lot now I think it's because there's V it's alliteration with her name which yeah. she tries to say but she can't but she knows what it is she's seen it in like a she Disney sees movie. it she see the instrument it's music she likes that so she says violin a lot mm-hmm. so Leah's thinking that it's like oh we've got to buy a violin well not buy a violin but she's trying <laughs> to I, I'm all about that I want her yeah. to be able to do an instrument she plays her little she got a little piano but. Now she's like showing her videos of little girls that are great at playing the violin and mm. make YouTube content of like street playing. Getting, I'll tell you one thing. There's this girl that Leah found on the YouTube. So I'm always amazed when I when I see this shit. I know you probably are too. Yeah. But this fucking girl. Well, I mean, incredible talent. I'm not. Mm. It's incredible, incredible talent. But she's probably like nine. Uh, ten to ten range. Yeah. Ten to ten to twelve, somewhere in there. And her dad's making this YouTube content for her or parent on the beach she's playing it and she's playing a lot of she's playing like Moana a lot of Disney songs and I'm like how y'all getting away with that shit post it on YouTube <laughs> but uh, you get a minor note in the middle that's not supposed to be there maybe and then you I, I was gonna ask you like how are they getting away with this shit cause I yeah. know I'll say nothing about no Disney licensing on here yeah but anyways 
They put her out in the streets, and I don't know where they were. It looks like L.A. Mm. She she's making more money than I do yearly. <laughs> I don't because I was just counting like I was like, okay, no one's dropping yeah. change. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of foot traffic wherever they're at, mm-hmm. and people are dropping bills. And I was like, if, if you're just going on people alone and calling it one dollar, mm-hmm. she made twenty five dollars in that two minute video. Yeah, so you and that's just if it's a dollar, right? Could be a five. Could be a five. Yeah. And if people see cameras like that, so like there's her mom or dad, they don't know that. They just see a person holding the camera. They think like, shit, what is, oh. And speaking of kids making money, the girls have this thing that they watch on YouTube. I can't stand it. And Kristen hates it too, but they like it. And we've we've done the uh, responsible parent research. There's there's nothing uh, nefarious going on. So we let them watch it. But it's these two little girls and their parents help them produce it. It's these two little girls that play with Barbie dolls and Frozen dolls, and they're basically just playing, pretend playing with them the way kids normally do, but their parents have bought every Barbie and Frozen accessory you can think of so that they can literally, like, set decorate and have these dolls interact and play with each other and go grocery shopping and go to the playground, and it's, like, high production, but at the end of the day, it's two little girls' hands moving a doll back and forth. And I'm like, why are you guys watching kids play with dolls? You can go do this. And then Kristen said, hey, I looked it up. This, this family on YouTube before makes $2 million a year from advertising on this shit. They don't even work anymore. Like, I was like, well, that explains why they have, like, every tiny food item Barbie has ever made for the grocery store, vid- you know, 20-minute video they yeah. made. Because they're making bank... Off, literally like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I was going to go to the playground today. Oh, my gosh, can I come? Yeah, sure, let's go. And then they doll walk out of the scene, and then now they're on a playground. And like it's like 20 minutes of that. And the girls are just like, this is so cool. I'm like, why don't you guys go play with your dolls? And Haley goes, well, we don't have that one. Like, well, you don't need that one. You can play with the ones you do have. I even gave them the iPad, and I said, here, put it on video. Go make your own movie. Get us rich on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Go, get money. Money, get. <laughs> it's like $2 million for playing with Barbie dolls on the internet? What? How did I miss this? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I really, it, it blows me away when I when I think about what I don't know and have no idea how to do Yeah. when it comes to the interwebs. I'm like, I've, been, I've had a fucking podcast on the internet now for like over two years. Mm-hmm. Nothing. $18 from Adam and Eve. Well, and good people. <laughs> And we make smiles around the world. We have eight fans. Four of them are good. (laughs) (laughs) They're okay. They're okay, people. I like Matt. Yeah. I got to send him some Girl Scout cookies. Did he he tell you? Maybe it was a text to me or not to you. The Girl Scout cookie is the thing that has eluded the Australian for... for They They don't get these. No. He's like, that's something that I've always wanted to oh, try. Oh, well done. Never been able to. I'm like, well, obviously we're going to send you like done. a box of every yeah. flavor they So made. M&P, address please, and we'll figure out. Yeah, how... it gets a good point. I, for a long time, I had saved the mailing slip from the box. Yeah. And when we re, when we renovated the office, it got thrown out. So oh, man. This guy. We need Matt's uh, I'm sure I can track that. Address. I don't know. What Leah, I'm sure Leah has hers at her office, but we'll, we'll she's supposed it. to get me some. So I'll well, get, I'll get I, that. We, 
it's it's still open season. Girl Scout cookies and that link that you can use for Adelaide's thing is still active till March 16th. Oh man, dude, so we that can is buy a listen. Matt his that, own his own box. That's true. That is a well. He's gonna get more than. I mean, his own. We can I think I think we have to send the collection. Yeah, yeah, because and even the ones that nobody likes, even the ones no one likes, and we don't want yeah. we don't want to tell them. I think we kind of alluded you know, to the ones know, I like, don't. The like. shortbread might be his absolute favorite. <laughs> people like that shortbread. Yeah, people there's like a it. there's a devoted fan base for every single people flavor. Love the lemon ups. Kristen's like, I gotta try these lemon ups. People rave about the lemon. I I have never had them. It's never. Seen it's like a white whale to me. I've heard about how famous the yeah. lemon up is. By the time I get to the stand, they no, have a no, new one. No it's like a premium. Ups. It's like a six dollar one. Oh, I the saw that. One. Yeah, like, oh. I, I had someone try. I had someone bring it to the card table, and I was like, this is not. This is one of these things it's where a it's Keebler cookie. Yeah, it's. I can get this. No, I, it's not even a Keebler cookie. It's it's, it's like what Kroger would make if right. they were trying to make the Keebler cookie. We can we can send him a s'mores box. No, no, no. I'm we're, I'm 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 a purist on this. Yeah. Give him the original flavors. The he'll get some dosi dos. He'll get some thin mints. He'll get the tagalongs. He'll get the Samoas. Samoas. He'll get the shortbread. Is that the five orange? I thought dosi dough was the shortbread. Is that what the dosi yeah. dough is? Which one? And I said the peanut butter one, right? That's the tag along. Tag. Oh, there is a peanut butter cookie that's just peanut butter. Yes, that one. That one. So you have there's those, six: the lemon ups, the tag along, the thin mints. The put salads. the thin mints yeah. just like the Tim Tams. Put the thin mints right in the freezer. Yeah, my three go tos are the thin mints, the Samoas, and the tag along. So we'll, and we not, well, we'll throw we'll so throw good. we'll throw a surprise in there as well, Matt. We got some. Some ideas from old shows. I think the Claremont shirt is still up and up in there. What a, what an international package! American Girl oh, Scout cookies and a Claremont and Lounge a Claremont Lounge T shirt that will definitely smell like cigarettes. And if Matt ever does come to Atlanta, <laughs> if M and P ever does yeah. come to Atlanta, that's that's the night. Oh, for sure. At least well, shit, we still need to take your sister and your brother in law there. Yeah, that's something we've been talking about for like a, a long year. time. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. If Matt like has a uh, that's another that's another uh, update. I uh, Leah permission to go to a shoe show. Oh wow! Good it's under you. special arrangement type if we can thing. Get, if Brian can get permission, we can like take take you both out. It wasn't. <laughs> let me say this. I probably would have gone. Listen, I would have. I would have gone. I would have made a man decision. Mm. I would have. At what expense? I just wouldn't have. It wouldn't have made it. A part of the narrative of let me explain. A friend of mine made some music. He's yeah. he's in hip hop, mm. and uh, shout out to Goldyard if y'all want to. It's tr very good music, and uh, he made some songs or made some music for Atlanta United, and they're gonna be promoting it on their home opening game March seventh. Mm. Okay. And Goldyard, the two Vic and my friend Austin as well are gonna be driving the spike. Have we talked about this? Have you seen any United game? I've seen, I only know about it because of the Ric Flair thing where he Oh he kept he doing the, the he, yeah it was nuts. But you just I told you I'd made a I designed something for him. Bragged right? on it yesterday. <laughs> so I can't wait to see the finished product. Yeah it's awesome. But driving the spike is just that last nail. You hold the hammer and you drive the spike and you're right yeah. there on the field and they, they put it on and it's crazy. Well, they're going to be doing that. Mm. And I think that's pretty cool because, like I said, Ric Flair does it. Celebrities do it. Yeah. Not a lot of people know Gold Yard that I know of. Next thing you know, Gold Yard will be doing a Cyber Hummus commercial. They're just doing everything Ric Flair does. Yeah, just following the Ric Flair <laughs> pattern. And showing up randomly at college game day in Athens when he wasn't making, invited in his it, robe. Making it about them. Making it about him and his wife. Uh or uh, fucking Ric Flair. Goldyard. Goldyard, yeah. So he's going to have a 
He's going to drive the, the spike. We'll go to the game. And then with it, the United gave him a, a suite that's like on wow. the field. I want to go to a United game. It's pretty crazy. I've never been to one of Mercedes-Benz, but even at, when they were playing at the old Georgia Tech Bobby Dodd Stadium, it was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. But uh, there's a suite like on the field level. We, we should get, go to this one. Go we can there. cover it for the pod. If you get a ticket somehow, <laughs> you're in. And wear like, look hip-hoppy. So flat flat brim hat. No, like you know, I'm gonna wear my hair down. Old Jewish lady. Old Jewish outfit. lady, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but sneaks. so the part of that we talked about was after we get off this, when we leave the game after this yeah. sweet thing, they were like, "Let's go to where do we go?" And, and and I said that's the cl- well, I said the closest would be Magic City. <laughs> if we wanna if we wanna live this dream, if yeah. if because if someone's never been to Magic City, like my, I've never been to Magic City. It's somewhere I've, I've always been, wanted I've to never go. Been to Magic City. It, but I need you need to have like. In my opinion, you got to know someone who's been there and knows the lay of the land at Magic City. You can't be just like a, 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 a well, lone white guy walking in there. Not real. I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> like I, when I went to pinups on East Ponce, <laughs> yeah. I went with like five other dudes, and it was a mixed bag. It was like mm-hmm. three black folks and me and this guy Brent. So no record scratch. No. Whereas if you walked into pinups alone, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's the one where the girl told me I was I was selfish because I didn't want I, didn't, I was stingy because I didn't want to get a fucking shit stain on my shirt. I mean, she just looked like it. She like she has st- like doo butt. But anyways, uh, I told Leah. I said, you know, couldn't have but notice some discoloration. You fucking butt cheeks. I'm gonna pass on the lap dance. I love that the terminology. Uh, excuse me, I couldn't help but notice. It's sort of a. A softball size <laughs> discoloration stain every time you would twerk and it would open, you could just clearly see that you missed some spots. Now they are spreading <laughs> as you clap ass. Yeah, every time you clap, it's kind of like, it's kind of like peanut butter on two pieces of bread. It keeps sort of fanning out every time you open and close. So I'm going to pass. You know, that's one out. We always say it's not visual, but it certainly is. We can, we can definitely make it audible for you. Fucking doo-doo stain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, miss. <laughs> I love the finger in the air. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> You'd do it even better if you were Mr. Charles. <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Excuse me, my movie is queen. I must inform you. He'd be more direct. It would be flowery and Charleston-ish, but it would be more direct. You have what is called a doo-doo stain. And as your cheeks are slapping together. Now, after your offer for a lap dance, I am going to have to decline. I will have to acquiesce. Oh. I don't know if you noticed, but I came in my best white suit. <laughs> and I do not want to know the dry cleaning bill <laughs> for Nubian stripper butt stain on the, on the Nub- lapel. Nubian stripper butt stain. Title of the episode. <laughs> Nubian stripper butt stain. Now, if you would please continue uh. to clap that ass. <laughs> I don't mind it as long as it's over there. <laughs> I like Jeez. brief visuals of the butthole. <laughs> so yeah, Magic City was one I threw out there, and then nice. Stripper butt stain. Yeah, Nubian stripper butt stain. We've reached a new low. Uh, 
But I said, you know, cheetah. I don't know. But the whole point of it is I was wide open. So I, I, I told Lee, I said, look, how many times am I going to get an opportunity mm-hmm. to go to this game, to get in a suite with the guys, my friend, yeah. who's going to be, this is big for his career. I mean, I, it's a big move for him. It sounds like, like when a 10-year-old is explaining to his mom why he needs the toy. <laughs> I don't need anything. I, I mean, not a bad analogy, but I don't need anything. I'm, I'm listen, just saying it's really cool. Listen, and how many? Hold I mean, on. <laughs> all, all I said was, how many opportunities does, do I get yeah. to ostensibly? That's twice with that word. That's fucked up. I can't use that again. How many times do I get to be a part of uh, a crew? Mm-hmm. A, a guys that are on sweet level and releasing their music to Atlanta. Yeah. And doing it on the big screen at Mercedes-Benz State, this is monstrous for their career. And then saying, like, hey, let's go out to the club. And the club for them is a booby show, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, ah, I mean, it's my friend. Can I just I'll be take a po- my pocket Bible? Like, I, I, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to fuck. I mean, it wasn't, it's never, and you know my wife, man. It was never like, no, because you'll go get your dick sucked. You felt it, that's not it. it hey, listen, I don't think there's any moms there. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no realtors. Uh, no, but <laughs> there's no moms from the neighborhood working there, babe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I should, I should, I've told you so too much, man. I've told you too much. Uh, well, if we ever make a film, we're working mom blowjob into the script somewhere. Yeah. Like I, you ever you ever feel like sometimes there's not like someone knows too much about you, but you're like, ah, man, that, that person knows entirely too much about me. And I don't really feel like it's been like I don't even care because yeah. it makes for a good pod. And fucking, I've known you my whole life. Mm. But I, I did know this girl one time. She she would never. I felt like she just felt really comfortable with me. I never wanted to fuck her. Mm. I'm a, you got to get that out there in a guy story because that was never part of my plan, and mm. I never did. So, but she would tell me all this shit about her sexual life that was like awkward kind of not mm. awkward in the sense that this timing weird yeah oftentimes and she we, <laughs> she she was this woman that was like i always admired her because she was so like about it herself she was all about individual like i'll get it i paid for my shit mm. very job or driven mm. you not someone you would fuck with or try to you know <clears throat> that type of woman yeah. a lot of respect and and very much wanted to dominate the space she was in no matter what it was. Okay. And, but then she would tell me that in the bedroom, she, it was like the inverse. Mm. She wanted to be straight, like, fucked. Like, mm. you, the dude driving the action. I was like, really? Because that yeah. just blew my mind because I see her in every other setting. Well, it's like this corporate CEO who's in charge all day who wants, you know, have an adult ex- diaper. Ex- yeah. Well, <laughs> Alan. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, all but, that all that power at your job has gone to his head, and he needs to needs to be an adult baby at the end of each day. So I would see her, and she she would she would see a, a guy or a man she would like whatever, and think, oh man, I really like him. he's sexy. And I was like, yeah, but that dude's a fucking he's a weakling. I that dude's never gonna turn you over backwards and fuck the shit out. I, I would use this verbiage yeah. to her, and she's yeah. man. You, fucking hate that you know me so well <laughs> she would say that and i'm like yeah but because every time she'd be like look at this guy i'm like that guy is this dude put it in your ass without asking this dude's gonna <laughs> ask you if he can lick a nipple let alone if he can put a finger in your butt like yeah. this dude's never gonna this dude wants to listen to 90s r&b when he when he's doing it this is not your guy you know and she'd be like fuck yeah. it's just that's what i'm saying with the other like, man i know she regrets this shit because she knows i'm right too like yeah. that's not your guy yeah not to say that I like back then I was like I'm not your guy either because I mean 
I don't know. Not really my style. Like that fetish shit is what you see. Where a second? Oh, this transitioned nicely. You see, there's another we person. Come back to the shoe show, by the way. We do, but there's another person that is trying to get off of murder beef by saying that it was. Um, they're calling it the Fifty Shades defense, and it's been mm. used like more than once. Mm. Where these dudes are are choking women to death. Mm. And saying that she asked for it and they were into Fifty Shades stuff. Yeah. Dude. That's one of those. Dude. That's one of those things. That's not one of those things. Well, I can tell. Like, I'm, I'm on Reddit somewhat often. And Reddit will blow your mind. I need to get into this. I know Burke's been preaching it for Reddit years. Reddit will blow your mind because you know, it's, it's mostly amateur women, you know, ranging from 20 to 50, eight guys, that are just... Um, is it voyeuristic? Like, is that is that what, like just getting naked on the internet? Is that what that is? Or, or are you the voyeur if you're the one looking at it? Voyeuristic. Exhibitionist. Exhibitionist would be the, better. You know, and it's everything from just like here's my titties in a bathroom mirror at work to like here's a butt plug in my ass. Like it, it ranges from like Playboy tasteful to overtly graphic. And there's all these different subreddits. So if you like uh, petite moms with butt plugs, there's a subreddit for you. I gotta get into this. <laughs> Point is, you know, you get into a subreddit and you're literally just hitting next and it's just a new picture. It's some woman or girl posted of themselves and there's almost always a caption. And nine times out of ten, it's like, it's shit like, I just want someone to, you know, put a belt around my neck and choke me while they fuck me in the ass this morning before I go to work. And it's like, who are these women? Like, I didn't know as a teen, a horny teenager that women could be as dirty as the women of Reddit are. Mm. Like, with the shit that they say they're into and they say that they want to do. And so, knowing what exists on Reddit, it would not surprise me to learn that maybe there has been a case or two of a woman wanting to be choked and it not working out so well. But, you could also easily see how someone's just, you know, a little rapey and they're trying to use that as their defense. No, I mean, they're a murderer. Yeah. You're not a, I mean... Well, well, we don't even know. Point being, there. I mean, based on what I've read. On See, Reddit, I say that, and the one time I choke, like Leah, she dies. <laughs> what didn't mean to? Yeah. The one, oh shit! The, think about the evidence. <laughs> We've said some stupid fuck. Oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm just me. Yeah, I'm just on Reddit. You're the one pretending to do it with your wife. I don't fucking get into that shit. <laughs> I really can't. I I've had that conversation with some friends. I was like, I had a girl. I, I had. I told you. I had yeah. a girl ask me one time. I was like, Fuck it, no, I ain't fucking doing that shit. Because I was. She was already a crazy bitch. Yeah. And I don't mean that to slight women because mm. we don't have women listeners. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't even well, mean. Apparently, apparently, Midge listens sometimes, and I think Macy. I don't Jones believe her. Sometimes. I definitely don't believe that. Your sister used to listen. Macy would only like tune in if our co-host was a raccoon. <laughs> She, I said raccoon, not raccoon. <laughs> I know. I said it like it was retard. Yeah. <laughs> or a southern a ra- racist. A raccoon. <laughs> Would that fly? Did I say that? Like raccoon? Six flags. Because you think about, what was it? Six flags. <laughs> six, uh, six, six flags. It's six flags. But I used to know a girl in high school who called it <coughs> six flags. I'm like, you're putting the inflection on the wrong word. It's six okay, flags, not six you're flags. You're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> uh, yeah. My wife listens, so that's one female listener. That's true. But she, by the way, she was like, I hate how you make me sound fucking money greedy. Like, I would just be okay with you fucking guys for money. Ah, like, I just But she would, though. And then she goes like, I'm not okay with, like, you getting 
like exposed to an STD for money. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you just assuming that these gay dudes I'm fucking have STDs? That's really insensitive. Yeah, she was like, and racist towards Puerto Ricans. She was like, oh my God, don't say this. She's like, I'm, like, I'm saying that on the podcast. Hell you just yeah. assume that gay porn stars are all walking around mm. riddled with disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I hate you so much. Yeah. So we'll stop critiquing my show. Yeah, don't critique. Just listen. <laughs> just take it all in. Be like Alan. Just sits there roiling as we make fun of him. Uh, could be worse. He could be Sean. He really could be. Sean hears about this stuff secondhand. He's like, you didn't have, you didn't like shit on me really bad last night, did you? <laughs> he, and it was like a legit question. And yeah. I was like, yeah, of course. We always do. Always. <laughs> we always make fun of your uh, I, oh, here's a good one. eight-year-old weird ass. He, uh, he was feeling kind of rough. He's like, man, I don't, he, he felt really good after he didn't drink for a while. And then he was like, I think I'm going to get back on that. What did he say? Oh, he said that. It's tough because I was like, yeah, it's just like avoiding triggers. Like going sober by yourself is really easy, but it's like avoiding the societal Mm. norms, the normalcies that make drinking normal, I should say. Normalization of drinking when you're out in public, right? Yeah. I was like, that's the stuff you you have to try to avoid or or at least realize it's going to be there. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's a tough one for me because, like, I like to do my orange theory and work out like crazy, and then I'll drink, like, some beers. And I was like... Because working out is a trigger. <laughs> and Burke just hit him in. So he's like, yeah, can't run. No working out today. That would make me drink. And I was like, yeah, uh, work is a trigger for me. Work sucks. Can't work. That's a trigger. Like, you're not, you know, I was like, yeah. don't be an idiot. If you if you say, like, working out, is eating's a trigger. Yeah. I like pizza, but every time I do it, I drink beer. So pizza's out. I could relate to that a little bit. It's not, but that's it's, not. But like just last night. You have to live your life. You I can't. The problem for me is a lot of times food is a trigger. Like if, if we're not a trigger, but when I think of certain foods, I want to pair it with something like, oh, we're going out to Italian. I kind of want some red wine. Like last oh. night I made shrimp quesadillas and while I'm cooking, I was like, you know what I want? I want a Pacifico with a lime right now. Jesus. And that's what I had. Ugh. And they were good. They were real good. Shrimp quesadillas. Shrimp, bell pepper, onion. Monterey Jack cheese, oh, good. Sounds awful. I love a shrimp, in a, I love shrimp in Mexican food. Shrimp tacos, shrimp quesadillas. Fuck shrimp, that. Shrimp stew. <laughs> I, shrimp I was salad. like, thank you, Bubba. <laughs> the original Bubba. So girl. you're allowed to go to a titty bar now. Yeah, I was. Again, I want to preface. She was like, I don't care. Just you know, she, for her, it's like. That's she. She sees the event. She doesn't see me like on a rant, like a random Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you called and were like, "Hey, Chris is out of town," what if it was for pod material? That would be okay. She she knows about the Claremont too. She's yeah. down for that. She actually she wants to go. We just have yeah. to find a babysitter for that. It's one. just funny the oppositeness of our wives because whereas yours is kind of uncomfortable with the titty bar idea unless it's special for y'all it's date night. My wife and I. The last time I was at a legit titty bar was with my wife. I think she, listen, I think she would go. And my parents. Because I tell her it's about supporting the single moms. It really, really, at the end of the day, yeah. it's about supporting single moms. Well, and the and the variety. Like, you get you get to see so much, so many different kinds of tits and ass. And for me, it would make, uh, she wouldn't hear me on this, but it'd be like, make the sex incredible when you get home. Yeah. Because that's the point. I don't want any of these bitches. But I like to look. Yeah, I like to look at them naked. And I like to see you dance with one of these girls or yeah. one of these girls dance on you. Well, and like I know that. But this is all Saturday Night Dreams yeah. because come Sunday morning, she's up in that hymnal. 
singing them church songs. Like I know that Kristen getting can, right by Jesus. I know that Kristen can see sees women as attractive. Like when we went to the titty bar, she's like, oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Like she's able to zero in. I have a hard time picturing Leah admitting to thinking a naked woman is hot. Oh, she definitely would. She would? Oh, fuck yeah. She okay. sees women, like when when we're out, we're, we're A-OK to be like, wow, she's hot. Mm, like okay. she'll be like, yeah, she is. Because like when we were with Cheetah, like Kristen had her favorites and I had mine. I, no, that's a better, that the to better ask a question I think you're trying to say would be like, what would be Leah's type in the club? That I have no idea. <laughs> like She it, likes the Nubian queen. Oh. <laughs> With the oh, of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. That might be Leah's. You know what? For Leah, it wouldn't be about highlighting what she finds most attractive. She'd be trying to find the one that needs the most help. <laughs> I just want to talk to you, sweetie. She'd buy a champagne room. Yeah. She'd do a $300 half hour to get someone where back there and just talk about their kids. Where are you at? No. Uh, it would probably more along the lines of like that kid Sid from Toy Story. Like she just wants to hug you and yeah. be like, "Is this really the path that you want to?" I mean, it's stripping. And the stripper, but yeah, I make like fifteen hundred a night. What? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I pay for private school for my kid, and I we have an apartment in Buckhead. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy and Bruce and Carl, the bouncers, they're like super protective. Like, if a guy even starts to touch you, they kick him out. Like, I've never been assaulted. It's like there's something they talked about on the Ashley Matthews slash Riley Reed interview that he made an interesting point in the conversation where he said, within the sex worker industry, you have less cases of um, assault. Because of because of the sort of general understanding of like everyone has to be professional appropriate here or you don't work anymore, mm-hmm. so you don't have these instances of sexual abuse from men to women because the men that are in that industry that want to stay in that industry can't develop a reputation for being grabby when the camera's not rolling. <laughs> and he said, and also the um, wage gap is skewed in the opposite direction of the rest of society. He said it's the one industry where women make more money and get assaulted less mm-hmm. <laughs> is the sex industry. Mm. Damn, man. <laughs> the, the incongruities between what people think they know and what how it actually exists blow yeah. my mind. Yeah. It's like the, the perception is that they're just abused and being used when in the <clears throat> more often than not the opposite is actually true. And then but then we're not and then we're not even paycheck. engaging in like you said with like sex workers as far as uh, just dancers. Right. Because I mean I love that movie uh, with Striptease. Striptease. Showgirls. No, striptease is the one. With Demi Moore? With with Demi Moore, because I love... uh, Demi? Demi. Demi. I love the bouncer in that. uh, I've never seen striptease. Ving Rhames is the bouncer. Yeah. And he's just just super protective of the girls. And it's like, that's his job. And I, I, you know... There's a funny scenario where you have, like, a a Leah type trying to help a stripper. And they're like, wait, so you make what? You make $2,000 a night? (laughs) And more on the weekends, but you're getting grabbed constantly, right? Like, oh no, fucking Ving Rhames. Like, <laughs> no, literally, he stopped acting, and he's over there in the corner, Ving Rhames himself. Like, so, like, you never get assaulted. Like, well, people try, but I always end up being okay. You make a shitload of money. Do you have to do anything sexual? Like, well, if I want to suck a dick, I can, but I don't have to. Yeah. Like, all right, well, so how do I join? <laughs> Thanks, man. In this hypothetical, my wife's a stripper now. No, I said a Leah Who type. can? I said a oh, Leah type. Okay. 
Like that's fair, but, but that'd be funny. Like to have someone like who's trying to like uh, basically mentor you in the champagne room is like that's it's like fourteen grand a week. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I'm at ten ninety nine. So like. <laughs> I get all of it, and then I just, you know, I report what I report. Like, <laughs> holy shit, I gotta get into this. <laughs> I like that skit. We could be working for SNL, because I was thinking about <laughs> how to transform yeah. the Burger King bit yeah. and make it not, like, t- TV airable, yeah. I guess, you know? Yeah. And have you seen these things now where they're put that people go to a restaurant and they bring out, it's it can't it can't be real, but I can't see the byline where it says actors. Yeah. But it's like a Burger King commercial, and they're in a restaurant, and they bring out burgers, and they're like, "Oh, this is incredible!" And like, it's a Whopper. This is the oldest game in the book, yeah. but these people are like, "This is like unbelievable well, that's, burger." That's like, the and like this has changed my view of the Whopper. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to do a like a skit. This is Chevy. <laughs> this is Chevy. This is Chevy. Well, I'm saying like. Where they do that, and the reaction is very much like that mind blow. I, yeah. I don't, I've never had a better burger. And they go to the next person, and she's like, you know, this has changed everything for me. And they get down to the third guy, and it's a, it's a, it's a whopper. I mean, <laughs> it's a whopper. <laughs> you like buns kind of flat. <laughs> vegetables, <laughs> the vegetables look old. <laughs> it doesn't like anything like the picture. <laughs> There's no cheese on it. <laughs> Exactly. And then they, they circle back around and they do, they're, they're still louding and, yeah. give, and they get back to you. It's like, I mean. It's a thin patty. It's not even thick. Have you ever seen a picture of a waffle? It doesn't look like this sad sandwich. It's big in circumference. And then they go back and I, you know, the other two people they get back they get back. Right, by the way, I was Matter than how when Burger King changed their fries. <laughs> it's already off the subject. <laughs> and you know what? Bring back the fucking the Italian uh, chicken sandwich. I actually liked that. <laughs> Circles back. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's it. That's our Burger they King. They have the bacon the clean king. commercial. So they have the bacon king. They have the bacon king junior. They have the, <laughs> they have the double stacker king. Why no double stacker king junior? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Burger King always has a home with a, with our podcast as far as taking shit. And I think it's just by I, guilty yeah. by association. Yeah. I think Burger King catches more shit just because Sean is still a junior member of their Nazi youth program. At- <laughs> I'll never forget, it's from the Chris Farley highlight reel from Saturday Night Live where they did a thing where he's at a restaurant and they're like, sir, how are you enjoying your coffee? Oh, it's fantastic. Well, I thought I would let you know, sir, that you're not drinking coffee. You're drinking Folgers Coffee Crystals. And it's just... You son of a bitch! <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> oh man, comedy genius. Ah, oh, but anywho, <coughs> Kevin Spacey got dead air there, bud. Yeah, Kevin Spacey in the movie. What is this? Called? Did he get off? It was that sounds that's bad terminology I'm sure for he this. Did get it off. Can you see the headline? A lot. Kevin Spacey gets off, and then some, and then some. I don't know. I think he's just kind of gone away. I was thinking about that the other day, like of people who at one point were like in the spotlight, whether it was just for being famous, or people who were in the spotlight because they were newsworthy at the time. Mm. Like Harvey Weinstein, still very much in the news, showing up to court and with like a fucking walker. You know, like really hamming it up. Like, come on, rapey. Like, you, you don't need a walker. It'll be effective, though. Um, 
But somebody that came to mind is like, where has he been in the news cycle? It's Alex Jones. We used to make fun of him frequently on the show because mm. he was in the forefront of the news. Com- and then he it's, feels it's, about he, from last I saw. He's just he, kind of taking. I almost wonder if he got me too. And he's like, I'm just gonna step over here and not be in the news for a while. Maybe, um, probably part of a wider strategy, I would imagine. And I, I do see him showing up places and yeah. getting in screaming fights with undergrads. Um, well, I just know that with certain actors and famous people, sometimes the strategy is to just disappear for a while. Mm. Like uh, Matt Damon apparently said something that pissed uh, social justice warriors off on Twitter. Oh, it was him. He ba- he came out and he said, like, listen, what Harvey Weinstein did is terrible. And what and maybe it was Dustin Hoffman did isn't acceptable either. He said, but let's not confuse the two as being the same. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. And just by making a, you know, a sensible, salient point, Twitter was outraged. And so, like, uh, I think it was Corolla who was saying, he's like, Matt, Matt Damon. Um, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He just kind of, like, disappeared from the social, you know, spotlight for about six months to let that shit go away. Mm. That's all. You don't even have to go like that. That's the, that's the, the pro, not a problem. That You don't have to go away for six months. You can go away for two weeks now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. but. Uh, when Chris Hardwick got accused by his ex-girlfriend. For it turned being, out to not be true. It turned out to not be true. And his strategy was like, he just fucking disappeared for like a year. Like he, he didn't do his podcast. He wasn't doing stand up. He just holed up with his multi-billionaire wife, the, you know, uh, Lydia Hurst of the George Hursts. He just holed up with her for a year and didn't Fuck, do anything. I no idea. Yeah. I mean, they live in like a fucking mansion. Like he was doing all right on his own anyways, and then he married into, like, one of the wealthiest families ever. <laughs> Shit. With the Randolph Hearst. The, yeah, yeah. William Randolph yeah, Hearst. Yeah, money. like, like... That's, he, like, he multi-generational jokes all the time, wealth. He, he jokes all the time about how she's a descendant of the George Hearst from the show Deadwood. She's mm. <laughs> Old American oil money. Yeah. Like, they're the kind of people who summer somewhere. <laughs> That kind of wealth. Yeah, they like, go away for three months to summer. Like they 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 send staff to the house <laughs> to air the place out. <laughs> go yeah. to the home in uh, Somerville and open the windows for us. <laughs> we'll be there in two to three weeks. Now <laughs> we'll be traveling by boogie. Yeah, by boogie. <laughs> by boogie, pulled not by horses, but by Mandingo fighters. <laughs> Fuck me. What's wrong with those men? The Mandingo coach. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Alongside my Nubian queen. Alongside my doo-doo befouled Nubian queen. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she leaves an imprint on everything she sits on. <laughs> She's a like walking a, calling claw. Like a Yorkie who recently <laughs> took a shit. Haircut. Some say it's like a dingleberry. <laughs> I say it's far worse. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget. I'll never forget going to pick a girl up for a date. Uh, She's the girl that I brought to Jared's wedding. Uh, uh, Rachel, the <coughs> brunette chick that waited tables at Taco Mac. No idea. I went to pick her up for a date when we were dating. And she lived with her mom, and they had this like little Pomeranian dog. And when I got there, she's holding it. And then she asks me to hold it so she can go change to go out. And I'm sitting there holding this dog that I didn't really like. And <laughs> when I get up and hand it back to her, the dog, I'm wearing a white dress shirt. The dog has left a fucking 
doo-doo kiss. Doo-doo kiss, baby. Right on the shirt. Oh, man. And I hand her back the dog. I'm like... <laughs> you fucking bitch. I'm looking, I look down. I look up at her. It's like, your dog... I just got dog shit on <laughs> And she just, like, laughed. And she's like, well, just wipe it off with a paper towel and let's go. I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> This isn't a mustard stink. And I'm already like sweaty and nervous because I'm going on a date. You know, and now I have fucking shit on my shirt. Like, this is a mustard stink. This is fucking doo-doo. The night hasn't started yet. It's one thing if we go out to eat and I and you know, fat, stupid me gets ketchup on my shirt. We're starting the night with shit on it. Fortunately, I think I had like a polo or something in the back seat and I changed shirts. She's like, don't change your shirt. You look nice. She's like, yeah, I looked nice <laughs> until I had shit on my shirt. And then believe it or not, I think I think seeing the sort of like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld-esque outraged, ver- or really more George Costanza-esque outraged version of me over dog shit on my shirt is actually a bit of a turnoff because, you know, it's like, I feel like you don't, I feel like you're being mean about my dog. I'm like, well, I kind of am. He shit on me. Like, he, you know. He, he shit on me. It's called a sanitary haircut. You <laughs> shave the head. That way the shit doesn't have anything to stick to when it comes out. Sanitary. Used to work at a dog groomer's. It's a thing. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Fucking doo-doo shirt. That's a good first date story. I'm sure you, you've let out and told that one a few times. Yeah. She's the she's the same one who we eventually stopped dating. I, I, quick one. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I, I um, a year after I graduated, I went to back to prom to be a date for this girl this friend of mine her date ditched her last minute mm. this whole thing have I told you this what's the age gap here I was a just out of high school oh, one okay. year she she, right. she was this was her senior year I had just okay. graduated I got you so I was like yeah I'll go mm. you know like alright so I drive home from I dash home from work out in Conyers all the way back to Snellville mm-hmm. and I was like can I shower at y'all's place and she was like yeah, so I get over there, go upstairs, I shower, come back down, and they're like, they had a suit for me. Mm. That was the whole thing. I was like, I this was literally like day of. Yeah, and and uh, uh, I was like, like yeah, I got some khakis and a, so two and a things, Georgia shirt I can wear. Two things. She says, yeah. I, I, her mom says I hung the suit in the bathroom. It was my grandfather's. Oh, sign number one. <laughs> How old is this motherfucking suit? Because her mom was like fifty. Yeah, you know, I was like, what the fuck. And uh, like fucking Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I mean, it was it was a okay, but yeah. it was like a fucking tuxedo. Like, mm. could have been. I mean, but that's not really it. That's not really the story. So I said, okay, it's in the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom. I I don't know who had done this, <laughs> but her mom had to be the culprit, right? <laughs> Because she hung the thing in there. Yeah, and then took a hot shit. And then it was like something. It was fresh. It was warm. It was warm in there. It was like the shit. Did that's you touch how. The seat? No. And I was like, "Fuck me! They want me to like. I have to change in here. I, it wasn't like a situation. You sure, it wasn't just the suit. No. It, the rest of the night, I smell like shit. I, I swear. I mean. They, her her daughter told me I didn't smell like shit, I, but I was legitimately asking like. Do I smell? Hey Ashley. Like, do I, <laughs> Ashley. Yeah, basically. Do I smell, do I like, smell like, like hot mom shit? It was like I was like, what kind of bitch? 
What kind of bitch? I'm like, I'm helping all y'all out. Your daughter doesn't get ditched on prom night. Well, maybe the, you give me your grandfather's suit from like his fucking. Maybe the original uh, prom date was also going to wear the grandfather's suit, so it was already hanging up for him. And the mom was mad that he he ditched her, so she she shit in there, <laughs> angry. And then you got replaced, and it was, the shit had already come. That, that fucking family was weird, man. They had, like, cats everywhere, and they put the two two litter boxes out in the open. I had never seen anything like this. Like, you, their whole house just smelled like cat shit. It was unbelievable. Like, people can live like that blows my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm not a... For that reason, I'm just not a cat fan. Like, there's just... There's duty. I have a cat. She yeah. has a closet. Her own fucking closet with her shit box... And her food, and yeah. and that's her shit, you know. And she's great. Yeah. She goes off, she shits. We never see that shit. Covers it up. We pour it, you know. I'm just always thinking like but this was like they're watching TV, and it smelled already smells like cat shit because yeah. like there's a, two boxes on either corner of the room. Yeah, and it was just like, are y'all okay? It makes me wonder about someone's health because how how yeah. long, how long do you sit there and smell like let that ammonia. Piss. Cat piss is so yeah. nasty. That's the thing I'm doing. Like, like, people make the argument that they're sanitary, but it's like, are, does the cat know where it peed last when it comes into the litter box? Probably not. So how much just old cat pee is on the hands and feet of your cat? Like, I've watched my dog shit and then immediately step backwards in his own shit. But that's outside, and I'm watching it happen. A cat's like, I'm going to go take a hot shit real quick. And then just before I know it, it's just like cat paws into its old shit from, you know, an hour earlier. It's like, they're not sanitary. They're standing in, you know, gritty sand that's absorbed piss and shit. Like, that's not like... And to Kristen's credit, when she had a cat um, in the past, she actually trained it how to use the toilet. Shut the fuck up. And she said, they sell a product to do it, but she's like, I just did it on my own. You just put a cardboard box, uh, or not a cardboard box, like a piece of cardboard on the toilet, and you put litter on it. And the cat will jump up and piss and shit on the litter on the cardboard box. And you do that for like a week or two. And then you cut like a cereal bowl size hole in the cardboard, and you sprinkle some litter around that. And the cat will keep doing it. And eventually, you widen that hole out to where the cat has just gradually gotten used to having less and less to stand on. And she said, by the time you're done, the cat's literally just hopping up on the toilet seat, on the on the uh, toilet seat, pissing and shitting in the water, and then jumping down. Ah, this dead air is just. <laughs> I was like, if we were going to ever have a cat, I, we would. I have, to, do I have that. to see this. If we were ever going to have a cat, that's what we'd have to do because I don't want a fucking litter box ever. I have to see this. You come home from like a three day trip where you left out enough food yeah. and your toilet is just a wash and cat turds. <laughs> just one hot mess of a yeah. turd box. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, she said that it didn't even take that long. And then eventually she even found a thing online where they sell like a plastic breakaway teach your cat to use the toilet thing. I, I gotta, we gotta hang more often. I gotta, I gotta talk to Kristen about some things. <laughs> if she hears this, if she, if she's truly listening, Kristen, reach out. We, we need to, have more family fun nights because I got to hear some more of these cat, cat stories and yeah we could uh, we could do a dinner or something in the near future. I like it. Speaking of that, and it's possible uh, that we'll be more available for things like that. She, I don't want to jinx it because we're both really excited. She has a big third interview tomorrow. Hey yo, a, a company by way of 
LinkedIn, because of the schooling she's almost done with, reached out to her to see if she was interested in a position. She she thought it was bullshit, so she ignored it for a while, and then they reached out again, and she followed up, and turns out it's a very real company with a very real job offer, and they did the sort of first hardcore interview on the phone that's all <coughs> like work details, then they did the second <coughs> get-to-know-you phone interview, and then immediately after that, they're like, all right, we want you to come in Monday to meet the staff and, and do a, a third interview here. Mm. She gets it. Big pay, benefits. We're talking. It's 12 minutes from the house. Oh, man. That's worth its weight in fucking gold. And their their um, work family balance is, is legit because the girl that is doing the hiring, get this, this girl that's doing the hiring went to UGA the same time Kristen did, mm-hmm. maybe off by two years, studied the exact same degree that Kristen got, fashion merchandising. And then lived with her husband in the Highlands before they decided to have kids and moved to Alpharetta. So they had all that in common when they were talking. Um, But she told her, she said, I work from home two days a week. I leave every day at four to go get my kids from daycare. She's like, we don't care what you do as long as you get the work done. So that's I think that's like not even the trend anymore so much as is the way. Yeah. With these young like tech companies, I imagine, because this is coding. It It is a... Tech company, but it's not a young tech company. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. saying that that, that adopt their yeah. their their practices to their mm-hmm. workforce. Right. Don't they don't? They're an old company that's not applying old ideas to new right. young people. They're clearly adapting. So I think what I'm saying is whether it's tech company, young startup company, yeah. even some, the the progressive minded older companies, mm-hmm. they're, they're going towards that. We don't care where the work is done. Right. We don't care when the work is done, as right. so long as the work is done. Yeah, and, and if, it really opens the kind up of, quality if, work if too. If it's the kind of industry with that where you can do the work from anywhere, there's no, like I can't do what I do from home. Like I have to be here running machines. Mm-hmm. But like if it's computer based and internet based, you know, like maybe you got to go to the office a few times a week for a face to face meeting with the team to get your plan and strategy together for whatever your next project is. But if you can do that shit from a Starbucks, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? So everything is potentially... So it's a big day. Tomorrow is huge for her. What is she going to wear? We've talked about that. Because truthfully, she doesn't have a lot of like business clothing. It's either casual stuff or like fashion-y date night stuff. There's not mm. a whole lot of like office interview stuff. So actually when this is done and I go home, we're going to kind of raid the closet and put a professional but comfortable look together for her. She, she, I think you got to be you here. You have to, you have to, well, yeah. you have to bend to the rules of societal fabric here when it comes yeah. to interviews and interviewees. But well, here's the thing too. She was concerned about her tattoos, right? right. She was talking about that for days and days and days, and, and then eventually she goes, "Oh shit, my LinkedIn profile. It's one of those chesty <laughs> New Year's Eve photos. Like you can see her whole chest tattoo in the. That's not a bad reference, but." I was like, if they've been looking at your LinkedIn profile to get the interviews set up, like well, they, they've seen your most prominent there, thing. There's, there's, an, inter- there's an, inter- about it's it. an interesting topic, though, because do you, I mean, do you dress to keep it as understated as possible, given that it's not, there's not really an understatement when, with, her, with her or your tattoos? Yeah, I mean, she... Do you wear something, long, I guess, do you wear something that covers up the majority, or do you wear something that's business and says exactly who you are? Uh, we we do. I know that for both of us, we tend to cover them given the situation, not necessarily out of shame, but really just out of 
respect for the environment you're going into. Mm-hmm. Or in my case, like I always make sure I'm dressed nicely and have the majority of them covered whenever I'm doing something school related for Adelaide. Not that she cares, but I don't ever want her to be like in fourth or fifth grade with the weird tattooed dad. Mm. You know what I mean? Out of concern for her not getting like maybe made fun of or questioned or whatever about the dad with the tattoos. Like I'm just going to hide them for her benefit. Mm. And if she wants me to like show them off and like show off her cool dad at dad's day or whatever, <laughs> I'll wear a t-shirt. And the thing is when I've gone to school things, there's a lot of dads at that school who with a shitload of tattoos. So it is kind of becoming the norm, but out of uh Respect for the workplace, she's going to cover up most of them. But, I mean, she has some that are visible no matter what she does, mm. um, kind of like I do. But uh, I was like, I don't think you need to worry about it. They've seen your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> your most loudest, most prominent tattoo is almost in complete sight in that photo. So mm. I doubt they care. The funny thing is, it is a tech company. And she was saying that a lot of the applicants for this job have been, like, asking the kind of questions you would expect of, like, a Google-type tech company, like, do you have beer Fridays? Is there a ping pong table? You know, because we have a client, this company has a client in the city that's a tech company, and it's like one of these Facebook, Google offices where people are, like, throwing a football back and forth while What's they the code. I don't know the name of it. Mm. It's one of my dad's clients. But, um, like, they have, like, Avengers-themed artwork on the walls, and people are playing, like, putt-putt while they're working or throwing a football or grabbing a beer in the break room. And Kristen was telling me that the tech companies that create that fun environment where you can skateboard to work and bring your dog, they do that because they don't want you to leave. Mm. They want you there working as often as possible. So while they're being fucking, this place has a a gourmet chef on the kitchen floor. You can go down there and get an omelet whenever you feel like it. By doing that, nobody wants to leave. Just an omelet. (laughs) Well, whatever you want, a pizza. I don't know. But she was saying that this company, it's actually been around since the 90s, and it's just kind of evolved with, with tech, and they're not that speed. They're a bit more traditional business, business-wise. business So a lot of the applicants that qualify are young guys and girls looking for pizza in the break room. They're like, that's not this place. So with Kristen, like, you're more our speed. Like, you're, you're not coming here expecting to be able to, you know, hang your skateboard on the wall when you walk in. <laughs> We like you. We want you to come with, interview with here. the fucking kombucha on tap. Just yeah, fucking, exactly. Like, yeah. It's not that kind of tech company. It was started by a vet, like back in the nineties. It's a bit more business. Republican. I don't know. No. <laughs> Given last week's show, I'm not surprised by any of this. <laughs> Man, my dad was talking some heavy politics uh, the other day, and I just had to not not talk back. here. Yeah. Oh. He was talking about the Democratic debate, and I guess it was a shit show. Yeah. I, I don't. Know. I didn't watch it either. If it makes if it matters, then. Yeah, apparently everybody attacked Bloomberg for being. Oh, a, I did see some. I did see some highlights of his of his roastations, and they certainly, they certainly came hard at him. The the thing that irritates me is the twisting of, uh, like Bernie's phrase, like yeah. like when. When Bernie says we shouldn't have billionaires, what he's saying is not you shouldn't be allowed to earn a billion dollars. What he's saying is we've been uh, handed this sort of Reagan tax system for 40 years of tax less at the top and it trickles down to the bottom. Mm. If that were true, you wouldn't have such a wide gap of billionaire over here and fucking homeless Los Angelino over here. Like if the money's really trickling, you wouldn't, ha- the spectrum wouldn't keep getting wider. Oh no, we just lost Brian. But all anybody <laughs> talks about, <laughs> he, he made it this far. <laughs> here the Nubian queen. Yeah. 
But all anybody talks about is the fact that he doesn't think you should be allowed to earn a billion dollars. Like, no, he's just making a fucking point. But it's never going to land because it's all 60-second blips. I just don't. I didn't. Leah was like, I feel like I should watch. Like, I, know, I, I gave it five, maybe five minutes. And I was like, mm, this is stupid. Until it's, until it's 1v1. Then I'll be interested. I don't care who they put out there because I don't think it's going to matter. And Lee's like, you shouldn't say that. You you said you don't think there will be a debate. Something that I I, I think there's a very real chance he doesn't debate. Yeah. Something Bill Maher says every week is that if Trump loses, he won't leave office. Yeah, I know. He's been high pining that way for two years. And everybody's like laughing it off. And it's like, well, hold on a second. Because Bill Maher was saying Trump's going to win this this nomination. And everybody laughed that off, too. Uh I brought this up with my dad when he was heavy on the political talk. He's like, that... That won't happen. I'm like, I'm going to remember you said this, because if it does, you're not going to remember you said this. There's going to be some, well, constitutionally speaking, argument mm-hmm. that fucking, you know, turkey neck Mitch McConnell rolls out. Like, well, <laughs> well, 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 constitutionally speaking, no, uh, Kentucky, uh, uh, my new I'm like, I can already hear all the Republican talking points for why he doesn't have to leave office. Like, I can already see. In 1792. In, uh, in uh, Derby versus McCoy, <laughs> they ruled that the president can do whatever the fuck he wants. In Mandingo versus Folly. So we're going to let him keep the office. We're going to have a, a second term Trump, whether uh, the majority of the country likes it or not. Like I can, I can see that happen. I'm not. I, I don't. Like I said, I don't want to do it. We don't have to do this. I try. I want to talk Are you about vote in November. Of course, you're gonna vote for Bernie if he's the nominee. Uh, yeah, most likely. Yeah. I, I don't care. I. You think it'll listen, matter? Right. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna vote though. Yeah. But at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, in the past, I've said this. I try to look at things objectively. I really did, as far as, like, being a responsible voter. I know that sounds absurd, but I, I, did, I took it seriously. Mm-hmm. And if, if I felt like someone was too, too heavy one way or the other, I've always been someone that'll, that'll on a ticket, it, would, mm-hmm. it looked like I was legitimately voting on substance. Like, right. I, I like this guy and it just happens to be that he's a Republican. Uh, this this person's really great and she's a, um, a Democrat, whatever. The way the Republican Party is doing it now, though, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just literally fucking with people. Like, they're just fucking with us. Yeah. Like, they're, they're doing shit now that, and, and, and they're getting applause from their people yeah. for things that their people don't have any idea. Like, don't you see how this is affecting you? I, it, yeah. So I'm so off turned off to it that at this point I will just go hard. They've yeah. driven any objectivity out of me, I guess is what I'm, and I'm just going hard the thing that, against them. The thing I don't really I'm, care who it is. The thing that I'm most excited for history has taught us that the pendulum always swings the other way and all the precedents that the Republican Party is setting now while they're in control, especially yeah. in the Senate, when it flips, mm-hmm. they'll be so fucking butthurt when the Democrat president and the Democrat Senate rolls out their attorney who says, well, we think the president can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, no, he can't. Like, well, I'd like to point you to your attorney <laughs> from just two years ago when he said the exact same thing. Well, that was different because we were <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't want that. I think the, the vengeance in... Some of the the, the, the the left, you certainly see this a lot now, is this vengeance train mm-hmm. that you hear about, like just like that, yeah. where when the pendulum swings, when the pendulum swings. 
I don't really want to engage in that. I want to. I want the the next whoever it may be, yeah. Republican or Democrat. I just want a, a, an adult yeah. to run to finally say because whether or not some people think we need a third party, some people think yada yada yada. I certainly have said that in the past. At some point, I just want adults that realize like this is not a toy. Mm-hmm. It's not a plaything. Yeah, we've gotten away with doing it like that, and I don't know, but the but. This this bickering and and the, and then to think that like when the left when the when the Democrats do when that pendulum does swing do you really want to do you want to continue this it's like the mob it's like it, listen I'm I, I, with Bill no. Barr, like 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 why don't the Democrats ever play dirty too like, well that's fine play dirty to win right but then when you get there it's yeah. like there's layers you don't yeah. have to if it's like the, I was gonna say like it's like Sopranos and mob hit mm-hmm. you know they hit uh, Tony Blundetto kills uh, <laughs> Philly. Right. Leotardo's brother. Yeah. They come back. They start busting up Sopranos, and it gets worse. Yeah. Now we're doing this, and they get fucking come back at you. All right, well, we're gonna fucking kill this dude. Before you know it, Vito's got a pool stick up his up ass. Up his ass, and it's all you know. But then Phil's head gets run over by his own car. Oh, pops like a fucking egg. <laughs> so it's like a whole thing, though. Go back to New Orleans. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Mitch. <laughs> but like, I don't know if that's really. The I air. had a I had a good political joke that I started to post on Facebook, and then I was like, eh, I don't, I don't. I do say this. We have to give a, a five-minute warning because I have to, actually have to be home okay. at a certain time. Uh, Trump famously in the news pardoned Rod Bogoyevich, <laughs> who I believe, wasn't he put in jail for trying to sell Obama's sentence? Mm-hmm. Well, amongst other things, laundering right. and... But the Obama thing, like, the thing that the news article made a point of was, like, anything tied to Obama... Trump mm-hmm. is desperately trying to undo, even if it means pardoning criminals. Mm-hmm. And I had a joke. It's like, if only we could get Barack Obama to rush into an elementary school armed to the teeth <laughs> and just murder as many adults and children as he could <laughs> with assault rifle, maybe then Trump and his party <laughs> would do something about gun control in America. If we could just convince like, Barack Hussein. Like if I could just get in a loner like Mr. Obama, <laughs> the president, if you've noticed everything that your name is tied to from your eight years in office, Trump is desperately trying to undo. Mm-hmm. He hates your guts. Think about the. Oh, oh my God. He still wants to see your birth certificate. If you could just murder a few kids. Uh, we with, can take this undark. With an AR-15. That would be good. But think, about, can... think about what you actually, think about the power he does have in his hands. He yeah. has to, and he's an intelligent man. He has to know it. If yeah. he came out, he could do re- double reverse psychology he on Trump. He out in favor of, the, of a Trump presidency in 2020. Like, I think Donald Trump should run. I hope he wins. <laughs> I'm not running. I'm resigning office as of today. <laughs> Well, that's the extreme version. But I was just saying just to needle this man. Just, you know, the, oh, God. I have a job waiting for me at One America News. I'm out. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. This guy's going to build, he's going to try to put a fifth face on the on Rushmore. I know it. I know it. I know the headline's coming. When yeah, he's, I mean, like, if he, when, and it, it's not, it's not if, it's when he wins the second term. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of it, I'd say, like, year three, of the second four years, yeah. he's definitely, definitely a push to now, get if, a fifth face if, on Rushmore. Obviously, the uh, which I want, yeah. I want that to happen. <laughs> I, I thought about this in my in this hypothetical of mine because mm-hmm. I said I want him to do some shit like this. I want him because his. Are you kidding me? His presidential library. <laughs> I cannot wait. 
I am there opening. Only books with pictures. Only. I am there opening fucking day. When they I'm, think about this now, yeah. opening day, I'm front in line of the Donald Trump presidential you library. You know it's going to be gold. Uh, uh, it's with black tiles. It's going to be a. It's going to be a fucking Persian's bathroom. <laughs> we have a gold toilet. <laughs> it's going to be. Unlike all other libraries, you're allowed to take the books into the yeah, bathroom. It, everything gets flagged here. Listen, I hope they build statues of this man. I hope they chisel out a fifth face on Rushmore of this man. And yeah. you may be asking, I think you see where I'm going. Mm. Why? Why would I would I hope for these things? Because Something to pee on? It, is, it, it will become... Exactly that. It will become the, a memorial for how fucking split this country is right now. Yeah. And so taken aback. I mean, again, two more million more voted against than four. Right. I'll just say that. You can tell me there are two million illegal votes all you want. It's still half the country did right. not did not vote for this fucking man. But to think that, like, when they put this, can you imagine the graffiti? <laughs> just the graffiti. Yeah. Not the piles of shit. Mm-hmm. Not, like, the piss stains. <laughs> I mean, the place is just going to be wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And the, the library, I can't even. Yeah. The, the employees at that place? It'll be a pretty empty library. I know, but the <laughs> poor people that are going to have to, because like violent deuces. Yeah. And I'll miss toilets. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to make this library a place. Yeah. I'm going to shit in the urine. I'm going to, yeah. Upper Decker is the least of their concerns. <laughs> it's definitely going to be happening. No, I just, I mean, obviously the gun thing with Obama skews dark, but like literally if I, if I were his advisor, I'd be like, just come out in favor of keeping marijuana illegal federally for as long as possible. Mm. Just make a blanket statement that you think marijuana needs to stay illegal on the federal that level. That would be good. It'll get flipped tomorrow. Yeah. He'll easily. He'll, he'll order whoever the fuck is the attorney general this week <laughs> to, uh, hey, I want, I want marijuana to be legal on the federal level. Obama said... Obama said that we need to keep marijuana um, criminals incarcerated for their full term. I've talked to Jay-Z. I, I want to let them all out. I want to let them all like, out. The, the amount of power he has just with, with he just become fucking Republican Obama. <laughs> the amount of power he has in his hands that he could just flip so much in a matter of days. Oh my God, that'd be, that'd be bloody brilliant. If he, if he changed parties and started like attending yeah. these major Republican events. Oh. Anyways, we left you with something political. We lost Brian 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I have to run yep. to go be a dad for a while. WFUC Game! Bam! 97.5! Coming up next, we got traffic and weather. We got sports with Skip Madabber. We got the Hollywood Report with non-listener Sean. Producer Burke, what color ladies' underwear are you wearing today? Pink! All right, anyways, here's Chevelle